0: You ready? Am I good? Am I sounding good? We are good. We, we are farmers. Bruh. All right, it's Saturday, February 4th. I'm joined here with Liam Ahern. This is the Three Shelf Podcast. Welcome to the 13th episode unlucky Number 13. Uh, I'm Ethan Batista. And uh, speaking of Batista, I saw the new David Batista movie. Oh, he's starring David Batista, but it's the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Knock at the Cabin? Yeah. Um, What'd you think of that one? Yeah. I haven't seen this. Well, I liked it. I liked it just about up until oh, the man. end, oh, which right. honestly is a a recurring thing with me and, and, and M. Night Shyamalan movies. Um, Are you not into, like, twists? Especially Shyamalan twists. I, You know, here's the thing. I, I don't think... Like I think his that whole like sixth sense like unbreakable twist thing kind of like ruined his career not ruined his career but like has had a such a huge burden on it you know what I mean like people just constantly expect something from his like at the end of his movies and stuff like that and um from just like a filmmaking perspective a lot of his movies from the first to second act are really good you know I agree um that. I haven't seen too many uh M Night Shyamalan films
1: yeah. But which ones have you seen? All right. So I've seen The Village, which is
0: like I haven't seen that one, but I know the twist.
1: OK, so yeah. The Village, um, I mean, I guess The Last Airbender, but I don't remember that movie.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen Signs. Um, Have you seen The Visit? No, no That's, I haven't seen that the was Visit. probably the, the first one I seen from him. When did that come? You out? know, uh, 2015. 2015. And that was kind of like his return to form some people say because after before that you came with out with After Earth with Jaden Smith. Oh man. Sire. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, it was pretty pretty garbage. That's not even pretty garbage. It's one of the worst motion pictures ever made. I, I in my opinion. And that, that that's that's I'm not I know it's harsh, but listen, don't hang on Sire. I I really, too hard. Yeah. <laughs> he he turned into Iris because of how bad After Earth was. Exactly. Um but like, knock at a cabin is really good, and um, to the about to the end, like I said, it kind of falls uh, flat at the end. But, but Dave Batista is really fucking good in it. Okay, like he, the comparisons with The Rock need to stop because he's way better than The Rock. Oh, honestly. really? And yeah, in in, do you in think, yeah, really quickly. Do you think The Rock is just typecast? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. what Dave Batista is starting not to be typecast. Dude. Like he, in this, you know. He's he's a kindergarten. He's not a kin- he's a second grade school teacher. Who would expect him to be that? Yeah, but no. like you know what I mean? like but kindergarten like, but it works. type shit. But it works. It's not even like it's like serious and it really works. And um I know you I feel like you're about to say he's the bodyguard in Bond.
1: I was uh, holy yeah. shit. I actually was about to bring it up. Yeah. I was gonna say, well, he you know, Batista could be typecast as like that brawn, mm-hmm. brawny, brawler character. Yeah. And look, Inspector. He's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, and that's not just because he has a, a fucking a good amazing muscle, action scene yeah. on the train, which is one of my favorite Bond action scenes. Even though it's Inspector, I mean, I didn't, I don't hate Spectre as much as you do, but um, also too, like, just look at Guardians of the Galaxy, like, yeah, Drax you know? is,
0: is is an actual character. It's not Dave Batista in like alien makeup. You I mean, know, you could, you could think of unlike, it like unlike that, how like I don't know if you've like seen that. Black Adam. No, I haven't. seen But it Black Adam, Adam is just. Dwayne Johnson. It's and, just the and, rock. Yeah, it's not. You know that that that's a perfect comparison to see why Dave Bautista is a little bit of a step up, and he's also he's one of the greatest parts in like uh Knives Out too. I still haven't seen that. Yeah. Glass Onion. Oh, not Knives Out. He, Glass Onion. Glass he's Onion. In Glass a Onion. Knives Out story. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Daniel Craig's in both those, right? Yeah. It's it's a, it's a franchise now. Okay. Um. Are they making? I, highly. they guys gonna make another one. Yeah, he's already writing a script, I believe, Ryan Johnson. One other thing I wanted to bring up, um, the Megan uh, thing, kind of dead now, you know, it, it's reached, it's reached the, uh, the talk show host uh, stage of its, of its meme life. Mm. You had, a, you have a little story about Megan in and, the Montclair uh, State newspaper. Oh, Jesus. We're, yeah.
1: You want to bring this up for the podcast? Sure. There was an article. Yeah. So there was a, I was interviewed, I think it was like a couple weeks ago now. Uh-huh. I was interviewed in that coffee shop and... I wanted normally I wouldn't give a fuck about the Montclairian, mm-hmm. but because I was interviewed for it, you know, of course I wanted to check it out. And when flipping through it, there's always like this stupid horoscope page, yeah. And there's some really stupid random shit that <laughs> they that they write in, yeah. And randomly, you know, you've been trying to get me to watch Megan for a while, uh-huh. and no noble... referring thing on
0: the podcast, right. so, yeah. 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 Really, yeah. For the past three, it's that been and, like been acts... Megan. X has been like a recurring thing, like several. Yeah, Jenna Ortega.
1: Wednesday is fucking fire. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm flipping through, reading the Montclairian, and on the horoscope page for Sagittarius, which is born in December, it said that you should probably watch Megan. There was some other stuff too, but like the part that stood out was you should watch Megan, right? Which. Blew me the fuck away
0: because, not gonna lie, how the hell. No other, no other, mind you, no other things told you to watch any movies or anything like that.
1: None of the other horoscopes mentioned watching any movies. Yeah. It didn't even mention like anything like (laughs) anything that has to do with watching either TV or movies or reading Uh or anything like that. It was specifically for Sagittarius, and I'm a Sagittarius, and it said to watch Megan. So that is a sign I need to watch Megan, although before that, you know... Infinity Pool. I need to watch Infinity Pool because love me a goth, but I also need to watch The Whale and The Menu. Still haven't Mm -hmm. seen either one of those. And I've been seeing a lot of clips from The Menu specifically. I'm intrigued. One, because I just finished Queen's Gambit,
0: and I really wish we could have talked about this on the podcast. We can talk about it right now if you want a little bit. I kind of want to save
1: it. I'm not going to lie. I know it's like movies, Yeah. but I really would like to... I would love to do
0: just like... Some we can TV. do an Anya Taylor Joy like an Anya Taylor Joy I'm one? serious. We can do. Uh, have you have you covered the menu yet? No, but I was kind of saving it for Enrique the Chef, just because okay. you know it's only Enrique fair. Enrique the Chef. Yes, that's, it's only fair if one. we save it for for him. You know. All right, that, that's fair enough. Um, but what other ta- Anya Taylor Joy movies Witch? we can do? We could do the Witch, but we could also do that with Robert Eggers. That's also a good point. I'm trying to think, what other oh, shit man, is North she North in? North I, I want to watch. Thoroughbreds North is North North pretty North good. Um. Oh, last night in Soho. Have you seen that one? That no, was, like, a Cool one to talk that's, about. She, she's the one who. That's like the. It's like the modern in nineteen sixties, right? And it's like a yeah, murder mystery sort yeah. of. It's like a yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, it looked cool. Edgar it looked Wright, really, really good. Same guy who did a uh, Baby Driver and stuff like yeah. that. Let's talk about like what we're gonna cover today. Uh, we're doing a Stephen King episode. Fuck yeah! we are. Only, only fair we do it on like the thirteenth episode. Too bad we didn't do Friday the Thirteenth on the Thirteenth Podcast. I was thinking about that, but like. We did it on Friday the 13th. So we did it on Friday good, the 13th, you know. So that's good Um enough. and oh, we missed the 77 opportunity. That would have <laughs> that would have been good. We did. Let's start with this. What is your history with like Stephen King? Do, have okay. you read any of his books? So behind me,
1: directly behind me, mm-hmm. we're, we're in my double, well, triple bedroom. Uh there is The Shining sitting right behind me. Oh, I think shit. I think American Psycho the book is sitting right above it. Um I am halfway through the Shining book. Okay. The book is terrifying, uh, and I also have Salem's Lot, but I haven't started Salem's Lot. Although I know that's one of his like better books. Obviously, it is like his shining achievement. I haven't haven't begun to read it. Or yeah. Read it because it's a big ass book. A lot of his books tend to be big, right? The Shining book, even though there's like profound differences mm-hmm. between that and, and um, Stanley Kubrick's movie. I really, really enjoy the book almost just as much as I, I've enjoyed the movie for all my life.
0: Have you read any other Stephen King books? No, I was no. gonna pick up. I was gonna try I was Pet Cemetery.
1: Oh, uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I was gonna try Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. but dude, now so after rewatching some of the movies that we yeah. just did or what were that that we're talking about, yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind reading
0: both of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I I tried to read like I wanted to read it, but and then I saw how long it was. I'm Massive. Like, fuck. Dude, even for a thousand me, pages that's even for crazy. me dude
1: like i'm reading i'm in the middle of reading storm of swords which uh-huh. is the third book in game of thrones yeah amazing book honestly the game of thrones books are better than the entire show okay but uh holy fuck it's like 15 <laughs> the, the new book that's supposedly winds
0: of winter yeah, that's gonna win be to coming win, out yeah. shit's 1500 pages Mark, anyway this is 2023 <laughs> if anyone's listening when winds of winter comes out in 2030 <laughs> yeah Just really quickly, fucking segue,
1: winds of winter, yeah, our pipe burst this morning at 4 a.m., Will and Matt were over, and we were, like, drunk as shit by Uh 2 a.m. Dude, we got two hours of sleep, and all of a sudden, like, Justin's a
0: light sleeper. We hear, You heard it from outside? Dude, we heard, Justin said that
1: he heard the pipe burst in the lobby, and oh my god, we were stuck outside. The real feel was negative oh, you 20. Oh, we had to evacuate. We had to evacuate. Oh, the fire alarm God. We had to stand outside. Luckily, we went to Justin's car. Yeah. But we had to go outside at 4 in the morning. How long? Still hungover for like 45 minutes. Damn, man. That was fucking awful. Anyway, th- we experienced the winds of winter last night. If
2: you have a taste for terror, no!
0: you have a date with Carrie. Yeah, so 1976, Carrie. This is the first Stephen King adaptation of a movie. Um it came out 2 years after the book came out, which okay. was 1974. Four. It's one of his shorter novels, honestly. Mm. They got Brian De Palma who th- there was a group of filmmakers, uh George Lucas, Spielberg, um Scorsese, and Coppola and De Palma. Those are like but those those are those are like the five like pioneers of like quote unquote after like new Hollywood was fully formed and like I don't know the problem, the palma out of all, the five of them has kind of been like forgotten a little bit um but he's made some fucking bangers What are the movies Scarface Oh man Yeah Okay He made Scarface he made Mission Impossible Oh okay uh, the 90s one the first one Yeah the first one the first one, the first one. um untouchables have you ever seen that it's a gangster that's movie. the that's al capone right that's yeah The al capone yeah he made a movie uh underrated john tavolta movie i don't even think it's that underrated because quentin tarantino shouts it out so much but like blowout that's the role that uh haven't seen it john tavolta that's basically what got john tavolta the role of pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah pulp fiction i think he's also made sisters which is underrated and he he's also kind of like a hitchcockian uh like Kind of guy he makes a lot of thrillers just to kill it's another like psycho clone but it's really good apparently I haven't seen it um I think Carrie's a thriller eh, not really but like it's horror you know horror Definitely thriller horror. what are your general thoughts on okay. on, on Carrie so, and, and like have you seen it before yeah like what's your history okay. so
1: with with all three of these movies I've seen them many times before however for Carrie and the next one we're gonna talk about I haven't seen them for a while uh my parents both were like the perfect eight. They were both teenagers. My dad was like in his, I think he was 20. Okay. When this came out and they would always have it on, but I would, I was never allowed to watch the first 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. I wonder and, why uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen this in about like five, four or five years. Like uh-huh. I haven't seen it since being in college. Yeah. And uh, not gonna lie, I've matured a lot from high school. And watching the beginning of this movie, I was very, very uncomfortable with uh, the first oh, yeah. 20 minutes of this movie. I don't know. It's just maybe it's like the score throughout this whole movie that it's something just a little un- unsettling. Even like even as a kid, when like even though I didn't see like the shower scene and like the the tampon and her getting her first period, uh, this the whole score was very unsettling. But specifically in the beginning, like. I don't know why, like it's just it's so weird, like seeing it's, like all these underage high school girls. Euphoria. <laughs> and Big Mouth. And Big Mouth. I haven't seen Big Mouth, but I don't, I don't want to talk about Big Mouth. Just
0: no, me. okay. <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, so the beginning of the, mo- I mean, I, like obviously, like you know, obviously, like Carrie has her period, and they're all whipping the tampons at her. the The middle of the movie is there's just like a lull. I I feel like. Mm. And it's before okay, like all the scenes where like it's the it's the main bitch girl. I forgot her name, but also John Travolta's shitty character. Yeah, and all I
0: I I kind of forgot he was in this.
1: No, I didn't forget he's in it. I
0: I forgot what he's dude. He he has some
1: when when he butchers the pig. That whole like middle scene. Oh, dude, it's just like. Can I
0: tell you my history with it? Okay. All right. We we kind of jumped the gun a little bit. I have very similar experiences with this and The Shining, in that. I walked in on someone watching it and was fucking terrified. Okay. I, you know what scene I walked in on? What scene? When Carrie, spoilers, by the way. It's a f- almost fifty year old movie, so I walked in on the scene where uh, Carrie's mother tries to kill Carrie, okay, and yeah. then Carrie kills his mom. Yeah. her mom. Her mom. Fucking terrified me, and yeah. I feel like the music there is Ooh. the most terrifying. Yep. It is like. It's still ble- like I can still remember vividly walking in there and like just being glued to the screen, like can't like a car crash, like not looking away from it, being <laughs> car, fucking like a car crash, like being terrified though, like it was it this. Was, but this I was score, glued to it, man. It was crazy. This score, uh huh, reminds me a lot
1: of the Exorcist score, where like it's not normally like you wouldn't think that it sounds horrifying, but when paired with like just the images on every the screen, sem- yeah. Dude, it's un. I don't like. I'm not terrified by it. even as a kid. Like I wasn't like
0: terrified by Carrie. I was terrified. I was terrified, I was terrified by, it, by the shining. The mother was fucking. The terrified. Mother. me, and the lighting and all the candles. It was. She just looked like a psycho man. And the fact that like. I hate the Jesus eyes. I, even yeah. Jesus oh eyes my, the Jesus eyes are one of the Jesus creepiest eyes.
1: things. Like in and, this movie, and probably the, f- the creepiest thing. Yeah,
0: and the fact that like for me, uh, like, as a kid, just comprehending that like someone would do like that to her daughter yep. is like scary. It it's scared the fuck out of me, man. And like just really unsettling. The it whole, really the is. The whole thing is un- the and entire I, film's unsettling. And you wanted to bring up the score. Um they used the psycho theme. Like little legit just used the psycho theme uh several times mm. and it it works, though. It doesn't is it, it doesn't feel that derivative, honestly. And like it's noticeable, yeah. but like it's like oh hey okay, whatever. It's only you know? certain. It's only specifically for certain parts when she's yeah. using her. Yeah, and the Palma is dude. He's literally like covers. the perverted Hitchcock. <laughs> Another th- weird thing about the score, this was weird. The synth, the synth music while yeah, they're doing the the punishment scene. Yeah. Listen, se- this movie is very seventies. Oh my god, dude, dude. Wh- okay,
1: so when yeah. um when Tommy is dragging his friend into the tuxedo place. Dude, oh, one of one thing. of the best, this okay, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold yeah. on. Go on. Even before we talk about how unbelievable, like those this random speed sped up portion of them talking. Even before that, yeah. one of the fucking funkiest grooves in a movie is just playing <laughs> in like it's just randomly just starts when they're going into a tuxedo shop. That is fucking awesome. I loved that. It it was, like, it's so Random, unnecessary, but, I loved it.
0: but, like, it it hit. Dude, it, it absolutely hit. It fucking hit. hit. Um, we can get into the... Let's start with the characters. Um, Carrie, played by Sissy Spacek, Oscar-nominated performance, which is rare for a horror movie. I, I really like so, it. I felt so bad for her. And I really... Yeah, you really
1: feel bad even, for this. Even with the thing. end. Even yeah. with the ending, like, she is just... To- and, and, like, this is one of the best things about this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, look... Obviously like this, this movie is just known for the one prom scene. However, like rewatching it and a little bit older and I can appreciate, you know, I love horror movies and I love talking about them, but this movie has so many just like little moments that really, even besides the prom scene, those little moments just add up. And I really like going back and watching this. I was like, dude, listen, there are, so we're going to get into this a little bit later because uh, there are issues, but yeah, dude, in general, Every main character's performance is amazing. Yeah. There are some side, like John Travolta's side. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know what the fuck John Travolta <laughs> was doing in 1976, but holy shit, man. Hey, he Saturday a Night little... Fever's a year away, <laughs> you know? Dude. He's coming. He, uh, the blowjob scene. like, Wait, okay, we could talk about that blowjob scene, first off. We, we, we just opened up a lot of scenes. There's so much shit to yeah. talk about in Carrie. It's a
0: short movie. This movie's only an hour and 30 minutes, it right? It speeds by. It's great. It I love by it. It goes so fast. Movies should be more like this. Um, in and out. The blowjob scene. First off, how is she saying "I hate, I hate, hate Carrie White, White" while she's sucking John Travolta's dick? Like, dude. how is she? How is she doing and, that? And just another thing too, <laughs> dude. Imagine how that's is... how *Pulp Fiction* turned out.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus! Now I'm just imagining. I just gotta say one thing about this mm-hmm. uh, relationship, and also too, just in general, like all the people in this movie. There is just clear like abuse. Going oh on. yeah, domestic yeah. abuse. There's a uh, child abuse. Why, like the teacher slapping like the girl.
0: Oh my! I completely she forgot
1: com- she about that. Like it's she's so out of line.
0: She 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 she's, wound the,
1: back and slapped the, the shit out you know, of her. You know the
0: teacher's low key jealous of the girls. I think. Okay. Yeah. I think she she's a little. When she's jealous. talking about when
1: she's talking about prom with Carrie. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, I, I walked him you know, I had to walk half a mile in these three inch high heels. Yeah. With a, with a six seven basketball player. Like there's just a ton of moments. That not only were unsettling for the wrong reasons, but also, too, just kind of a little, like, random and a little unnecessary. Like like the blowjob scene. Yeah. I just don't understand, like, you know, like, why put that On- in there? Only in a 1970s movie, though. We know
0: she hates Carrie White. She doesn't have to say it <laughs> while she's got John Travolta's cock in her mouth. <laughs> that's, her, that's to convince him to do it. You know, he's always thinking with his dick. He's uh, kind of a bimbo, is- you know? He's drinking. Yeah. Dude, he's road- he a road soda. soda.
1: Get a road soda. <laughs> and she's just
0: fine with it. Like, yeah. it's all right.
1: Dude, she gets slapped like three times and she's totally fine with it. Uh, Don't talk to me like that again, babe. Uh, what a
0: fucking... Both of them are Completely different from Danny Zuko. I wanted to bring up the mother. You said mother I, really weird? The mother. The mother. Well, the mother is very fucking terrifying. That's yeah, why I brought up the mother. Um. I have a I'm I, Justin De Niro, I'm talking specifically to you. This is a bad mother, okay? Not the mother from Home Alone. This is a bad mother.
1: Dude, the mother from Home Alone, I haven't seen that podcast yet. Yeah. But the mother from Home Alone, like, listen, man, she's got a fuck ton of kids. Like, you're exactly. gonna you're gonna forget
0: Kevin McCassy. Thank you. Tonight. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Now look, for the second movie when she forgets him again. The, yeah, that yeah, that's that, when you that, can make the yeah. argument. That's when yeah. you can make the argument. But he kept he kept begging on that point. But anyways, the mother in this is a horrible so mother. So good though, horrible. At, it, besides the prom scene, obviously. My favorite scene is the kitchen scene with the lightning. I love the lighting. Yeah. I love how dark it is. You could see like the whatever like Jesus mural and on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's kind. It's so fucking it's creepy and creepy. haunting. And uh, her performance reminds me a lot of uh, Pearl. Yep. And that the whole yep. dynamic and shit like that. And that one scene kind of reminds me. Crazy. I was
1: actually. I was gonna bring it up. I was actually gonna bring it oh, really? up. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I'm, not I... even,
0: I'm not even capping. I actually was thinking that. But good that you brought that up. Yeah, I mean th- these two movies would make a great double
1: feature, like Pearl yeah. and, and Carrie. Well, um, because one one is nineteen seventies and the other is desperately trying to, to make it like it's nineteen seventies. Mm-hmm. Maybe a triple feature would be this Texas chainsaw massacre. Pearl and Pearl. Yeah. You show um, you show Carrie first because it's like you know the
0: least uh gory. Yeah. E- even though I mean it's pretty she's covered Dude, in gore at the end. But like the aesthetics of this movie too. I I, I it, it's dated, but like I wouldn't have it any other way. it works. It works. Like it works. Dude, it I really love, does. I
1: love like the lighting for the prom
0: Oh, oh, really quickly. Did you Hold like on. the
1: split screen? The the split diopter classic,
0: The split diopter Oh, Split oh, shot. diopter shots are great. Shout out like, to Dead Meat. But <laughs> um there's one in Reservoir Dogs too. Mm. Um the fucking classic the Pama split screen though. Yep. Dude. Awesome. It's it. It's awesome and it actually makes it that much more scarier in yeah. a way cuz it comes out of nowhere. It's like holy shit. Like what am I
1: Think about it. It's it's trying to capture the scene where you are you're having your time in your life, you know, at senior prom and then all of a sudden everyone around you dies. <laughs> and they all get burned to death or they get crushed to death or really stupid Tommy gets hit over the head with a fucking empty bucket and dies. I'm not so sure. Yeah. I'm not
0: uh, not entirely sure how that works. I think that's a Stephen King script problem thing yeah you know I in the movie he gets knocked out he burns in the fire he dies but apparently in the book he dies when the bucket hits his head which oh, is really stupid. fucking stupid that's, that's why they stupid. count it like that um it was
1: a full bucket of pig's blood then maybe yeah but and the shot leading
0: up to the, to the to the 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 drop yep. it's like a one yep he starts off like on the the table and it goes like through. it, keep, the, it follows the rope up. I it follows the, it. All, dude. And they made the like I can't even imagine how they did it. It's like the Babylon one. Remember? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The was crane cool. shots. And awesome. but like this is before like all those technical cranes could do all that shit. So mm-hmm. it, it it was it's even more impressive now. Like cinema. Cinema. But you know what? You know what?
1: Even even besides those two shots, uh-huh. I'm gonna talk about the one right before it. Not right before it, but the one the a couple of before one? it. Dude, <laughs> I don't know why I never noticed as a kid, yeah. but like it's just that one take, and it like gets faster and faster and faster. Yeah. I don't know why I fucking
0: love that. It's like one of my it's favorite. Cool, parts of it's cool, and it's like a, such a sincere like moment in yeah. the movie. I want to talk about that guy. I forget his name. Tommy. T- Tommy. Yeah. The the guy who takes Carrie out. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Um, he's so sincere, you know. and and, and like I I bought into like him actually like liking Carrie and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and they have good chemistry. Dude, sissy he's with so- him oh time. i wanted to bring up though oh, bro i'm sorry he auditioned for luke skywalker uh the, those five directors uh george lucas and uh the palmer were both they both are, were auditioning for star wars and Carrie at the same time for the, uh, both of the movies so I yeah know that. that guy was also uh auditioning for luke skywalker <laughs> imagine that well, he got
1: carries so yeah
0: rewatching the movie mm-hmm. now
1: you know about like four or five years later uh Scenes like where there's just like I I've noticed like subtle progression in movies now. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Hereditary, because Hereditary is like you can rewatch that film. I I know some people don't like rewatching it. I love rewatching Hereditary. And you just notice like breakdown of a character, or do you mention or, or like it could be the opposite, where like you, you start to notice like the improvement of a character. That's exactly what I loved about Carrie in this movie because she stands up starts to stand up to her mom. Yeah. And look, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if this is just like the actresses, not fault, obviously, but uh-huh. In the beginning of the
0: movie, look, Carrie she doesn't look she doesn't look great. <laughs> she yeah. she looks really, really well. Well you know what they did? She um says she's is like he just didn't she didn't take a bath. She didn't really? wash up in between days of takes, and that like makes she once,
1: yeah. That makes sense. But then, like you know, by the time that she gets to the prom, like not only is she, like you know she's looking beautiful, uh-huh. but also too she's a lot more confident. Yeah, and you know, that's all just because of like you know Tommy. Tommy took took her out. Yeah, but uh,
0: dude, like it's all a front though. <laughs> it's all
1: it's all a front, and also too, what
0: I. Love, but it actually isn't though. That's what, what makes. What, it what like, do you mean? What do you mean it's not a front? Like the. Well, Tommy actually like let me. Oh the, well yeah Tommy, yeah.
1: but like just in general like the prom yeah, and then yeah. winning you know, king and queen is a front. It just sucks though, and especially when like rewatching Carrie because you know you know it's coming, yeah. and you just see like everything just goes so well like the the gym teacher I forgot her name, mm-hmm. but she's like all happy for her and there's like really sincere moments and then it just crashes down, it crashes and burns.
0: Oh I'm gonna laugh at you.
1: But I I kind of want to talk about the other scenes of the movie just besides the prom scene. Yeah. What else? And well we mentioned it before. The fucking random sped up scene in Tuxedo huh. Rental Place. Yeah. That is the most random thing in the why did it speed up? It's kind of funny, actually. I kinda like it. Dude, it. it's great. I love it. Um it's I love I love the scene.
0: I love the nerdy character too. He picks like the, the shirt the t-shirt yeah. tuxedo. <laughs> um what other scenes? Um it's Creepy Carrie, creepy carry. Oh yeah that's uh Brian De Palma's a nephew. Oh actually, really? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know that um, what else? You know, what? I actually, really quickly, just about yeah. this scene. I like how it's
1: really, really small detail, but like he's weaving in and out of the tree. Yeah, it, it just goes back and forth. Like it just shows him going out in the street uh-huh. and then going back in and then almost out to the street.
0: I don't know. It's such a small little detail, but I kind of fuck with it. Oh, I wanted to bring up the totally girl from uh, Halloween is in this. Mm-hmm. He looks like Mario. She does look <laughs> like Mario. Who the fuck wears a hat uh- to prom? Yeah, that was a terrible choice, but oh, um, dude, and all, and she, where's wait? Didn't you mention? Did you just mention her eyebrows? I mentioned Carrie's eyebrows, yeah. Oh, but her eyebrows also, yeah, her eyebrows are around. also messed up. Um, got that Mia Goth look. That's why we we compared Sissy Spacek <laughs> with like Mia Goth. And, oh, like, oh, f-
1: dude, fuck yeah, yeah.
0: Like if you're gonna make a Carrie now, cast cast Mia Goth as Carrie. Well, I mean, in 2013, they they put what was it? It was uh, a Chloe Grace Moretz. Moretz yeah, this that also also me. uh a. I believe, a TV movie of Carrie in 2002. Um, and there's also The Rage 2. Oh, The Rage, Carrie, Carrie the, 2. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what... The uh, Rage. I've never seen any of those, uh, nor do I. How the care. fuck Just would you... Is it, so is it, is it like a direct sequel or...? I I don't know, man. I mean, I how would you know. do that? I don't know. I, so it's I like Jason it. goes to
1: hell, Carrie goes to hell?
0: I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I haven't even done it. I'll any tell anything. you this. Yeah.
1: As a kid, you want to talk about terrifying moments? Dude, uh-huh. as a kid... Oh, man. Uh, the ending the ending did
0: give me a nightmare well first like, off can we talk about how nightmare. john tavolta and his girlfriend dies <laughs> i dude you, you
1: you missed it before you you, you said yeah.
0: something like you, you i don't remember what the
1: line was but you, you mentioned like like a car oh you mentioned you said car crash and i was just like bruh. i thought you were foreshadowing because oh, car crash. yeah bro
0: awesome, awesome. and it's like it's such a cool car dude, crash Friday the too. 13th part six yeah, but this Cat-takes. is actually like this is fucking a lot, awesome, it's a lot and it's more satisfying because you don't, you want John to vote to that. Oh so yeah, just, absolutely. And he's like drunk as fuck in the car. He's like, yeah. oh,
1: go hit her. And just also too, I just fucking yeah. love how it, it doesn't even land, and she just blows it up. I love it. Yeah, it flips, it flips over a ton of times, and then it, like while it's about to fully tilt over, it blows oh, up. It's awesome. Fuck both of them. They were they were horrible, horrible <laughs> characters to carry. And then I hate Carrie White. <laughs> Like, it's so fuck? clear too. Yeah. It's so
0: it's like, whatever. Um, John's most of, bizarre. John's probably, of, oh, probably oh, Mike it's talk. up there with most bizarre blowjob scenes with uh, Ghostbusters. You know. Oh my! Whoa. Yeah. That's
1: a weird. I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a fat.
0: Minute. But do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh God! You're right. The ending. Carrie. Scared me as a kid. How it it did too? I completely forgot how she died though. The scream, the moan that she does. Yeah. It's a lot, but it works, man. It, it it's and it's they're very in a, hammed up, then they're you in know? the
1: Closet, and it's like the the Jesus eyes the again. Jesus eyes again. The, yeah. the shot. It's I think it's another diop split diopter shot. Yeah. Where it's the Jesus statue and Carrie, when she got hit over the head and passed out, and she was literally dragged to hell. Poltergeist style. Oh, I
0: wanted to bring up the Jesus thing. Uh, the production designer also did The Revenant and There Will Be Blood. Wow, so. how the fuck <laughs> did you go
1: from California even though this isn't supposed to take place in California right There's, uh i don't know maine i'm guessing trees.
0: everything like, takes place in maine in stephen king's books so i well, don't know I'm, i'll look it up but go on either way uh yeah
1: it's a little a little shocking cuz I mean, revenue and there will be blood make more sense together than fucking carry like eh, where where, we, where the somewhere. jesus where did the jesus creepy jesus statue turn into uh you know sweeping shots of uh landscapes
0: in, I mean, he's the produ- production movies. designer though. Oh, did, so okay, not so the like the oil rig in yeah, the, the, the yeah, little Derek yeah, and there will be blood. But like I'm saying, that's a cr- he had to make that that crazy Jesus thing. Did you talk about there will be blood? No. Okay. When okay, you talk you, about uh, there will be blood, when, do you, you want to do it? There will
1: be blood. I feel like we have to do like No Country for
0: Old Men with that. I'm kind of like that. We already like, did No Country for Old Men. What? We talked about it too about how, uh, Danny Carlson. We did it on the seventh Motherfucker. episode. Motherfucker. Yeah, I know that was a good one. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, I have I, I didn't watch movie, it until then. Movie. Yeah,
1: it's one of my favorite movies and books. Listen, had, listen to it. He talked about the book too. I'll listen to,
0: listen it. to it, but like we also talk about Daddy Daycare on that podcast. So yeah, your shit.
1: So you put there'll be blood or oh, fuck. well, we did. Okay, Danny, put, Danny
0: was a first time guest, and I always do the first time guest gets to pick whatever movies they want. Okay, he, he really picked, so
1: so he chose No Country.
0: Yes, well, good for Danny. Yeah, maybe maybe we should do a triple with Danny. Because um, every single sure. podcast, it's just it's just you and me. It's hard to set up these things, man, with a bunch of people. Want to do? We it were with gonna an arrow. Do, Danny was supposed to be the, with the Spider Man one, but like you know, things things fall through. People will have lives. How, I understand. How could you possibly only you can do Spider Man with Chaffee,
1: But you can't do Spider Man with fucking me. We how do, many dude, times? We could do. We how could, many times have I talked about Spider Man two? Dude, Spider Man <laughs> wait, 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 wait my favorite wait. movies. Liam, ever.
0: Liam, but we could do like the amazing Spider Man movies. Fuck you! I'm <laughs> done with doing. I want to do a good
1: set of movies. I mean, this is a good set. Of, this is a great yeah, set. Of what movies. are
0: you talking about? Yeah, we're this talking a, about Carrie. A
1: great, I want to have like
0: another theme. Honestly, you know what? This is the theme episode. What are you Shut talking about? Up. What are we on? Uh, we we just went on a fucking yeah, twenty minute rampage. Uh, crazy tangent. Going back to Carrie. Um, the ending. The fucking house just gets fucking total. It's a poltergeist style. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe we do Poltergeist. Maybe that would be a thing. That would be a cool one. Yeah. Well, yeah, Poltergeist style fucking falls down. I guess not Poltergeist style because it predates it. Yeah, um, wow. Holy shit. You're right. Yeah. Six, um, was it six years before? What was yeah. Poltergeist, 82? Six years. You're right. Six years. 82. So it is six and years. And Ghostbusters is 84, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre blowjob scenes. We should do that. That would be a we really talked about segment. uh Buffalo '66, and that has a well. We didn't talk about well. Vincent Gallo, the director of that movie, he actually has a movie where he has an actual on-screen blowjob. Ooh. And it's, yeah, it's bizarre. It's I was
1: not expecting to enjoy watch rewatching Carrie this morning as uh-huh. much as I did. No, it's, I it's, really it's, really it's enjoyed great. it.
0: Like Brian De Palma is underrated filmmaker now. I think he's an underrated filmmaker. Um. Even though, I, even yeah. though I, I liked watching this movie, and I mentioned this before, there are faults with it. Yeah. And the ending. We forgot to mention the ending. Um, well, we've been talking about We've been, like... Friday the 13th... Thir- no, I'm talking about the jumpstart uh, at the end. Okay. Uh, well, I said
1: that terrified me as a kid.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, well, it's just so... It is really fucking terrifying. terrifying. And, and this, the music is also, like, it, hits. And, like, Friday the 13th kind of ripped it off with, yes, it did. with that ending, but... uh, I, I really love, like, just going back to the score. Yeah all the scenes where it's it's the
1: like the very serene moments with carrie herself and it's like that very like gentle theme Mm -hmm. i like that and those hit really hard for some reason it's great um but there's other parts like just the beginning and the and the end like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't i think in the beginning it did not work so i was just creeped out like not creeped out as in like on you know like oh unsettling yeah creeped out isn't like oh this is just like (laughs) oh
0: oh yeah It, it it like i said Brian De Palma, perverted, perverted Hitchcock. Perverted Hitchcock. Um, what would you give it? Shelf rating. Okay. Um,
1: even though this is not my favorite Stephen King adaptation, yeah. I would still, just because it's a classic, and honestly, like there's so many good scenes in this movie, and the performances are awesome, Yeah, I would put this on the top shelf. Top, um, Not glass case, yeah. but top shelf. I... You're really going to think I'm putting this in mid-shelf? I'm, no, I'm thinking of putting this glass in a glass case. case. Ho- how about this? What if you, like, I, go back, and and I don't know what, how you can do this, but you yeah. should really do, like, glass cases for specific genres. So, like, horror glass case. This absolutely yeah. would be a horror glass case. This is case. going into
0: the coffin, then. How going into the that? coffin? Yeah. <laughs> how about that? Going into the coffin. It's going into the glass coffin.
1: It's going into the fucking ground is more like it.
0: Literally, like, with fucking Carrie in the house. Um... Yeah, well, we'll think of the fucking ratings later. But for now, I'm giving it a glass case. Glass case. This is, this might be my favorite De Palma movie, Scarface. Oh, dude. Scarface, Scarface is is you it's know, what, Scarface face. might be my favorite, but this is a close second. Um, Sissy Spacek is just one of the greatest horror performances. Do you ever. think? Do you think Sissy Spacek is better or the mother?
1: I think the mother is better. Because every single scene with the mother, it's hard completely. it's, just, it, it's like, because the move. uh, I have a transition by the way. Yeah. I have a, I have a very I, good I, I, tra- I can, think, I think, I you think City's so basic is better. I think. So you think she's basic. better than the mother? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so you said that this is a glass case. What would yeah. you rate it out of 10? I'm not going
0: to do that. You're not going to do that at all? Nope. What do you mean? We, we did that before. <sighs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. You can say you say glass case yeah. or coffin. I'm guessing. Okay, let me say. You guess your number. You're gonna give it like a nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, You're nine
1: out of 10. If I wasn't so uncomfortable from like all the naked underage girls and just like, mind the, you, the, the these, really these girls, these girls are, are, are I, n-
0: I know, are I know. probably not underage. And let's not forget that Friday the Thirteenth Part Two <laughs> literally, has literally had that. an underage girl. That's I can That's crazy.
1: Uh yeah, I'll give it a 9 out of 10 and I give this top shelf uh because like unlike another movie we're going to talk about, I don't think it deserves that glass case rating. Mm. All right. So, I was talking we were just talking about whether or not the mother her performance pretty much reminded me exactly of another performance oh, in The <laughs> Mists. But guess what? Yeah. I yeah, fucking hated dude you want to talk about one of the most dislikable human beings in a horror movie? Holy shit. Mrs. was it Cat? Ka- is it Callow- Calloway? Caraway? Yeah, Caraway or something Carraway. like that. Oh my God. All right. I wait, wait, wait. Hold did on. not realize how fucking intolerable this <laughs> woman was. Yeah. Since this is a lesser known uh, Stephen King Book. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh book. I was about to, I thought I'd say movie. Movie. Dude, this is like one of the this yeah. is one of the most notorious, notorious
0: endings yeah. for a movie. But I don't ever. think it's it's at the classic status that like Carrie no, no, and, like, it, no, Shining not, is. Yeah. So I'm gonna explain the plot a little bit. Um it's about a father and his son after a storm stormy night uh go to a grocery shop with their neighbor. Um the night yeah, it, it it's clear that something's going on because they see military and shit going on, and the power's out. They and when they're at the supermarket, they basically get trapped in the supermarket when a like this mysterious mist comes in, and that's basically something we're bas- in the mist. Exactly, uh, and basically the whole movie takes place in this shopping market from here on. Then, what did, what did you think about the mist? Oh wait, okay. hold on, hold on. This was the first off. It was directed by Frank Darabon. Hell yeah! So, director of Shawshank Redemption. Director of the Green Mile, so he knows and the Stephen King. First King's two
1: shit. seasons
0: of the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, and if you've noticed, oh yeah, there's a few oh, yeah. uh, familiar faces that you you might see on here. Dude, Care to, I, to say some of them,
1: yeah, I'm pulling up the the actors' names because holy shit, Dale from the Walking Dead. I don't know why I loved him in the Walking Dead, and I fucking love him in this
0: movie. Also, uh, this movie was originally supposed to be shown in black, black and, and white. white. Maybe, maybe it should have. <laughs> Yeah, the CG is very questionable at points, and there's a lot of harsh lighting that, like, really would benefit if you yeah. saw it in like black and white. Oh yeah, you know, dude. And it's also like it's like a it's a monster movie. It's so really if it... you notice, it's brightly lit sometimes. Yes. It's weird. Yes, it's weird. Um, I don't know why they didn't do it, and it's kind of like a throwback. If you look at it, uh, look at it, like Alfred Hitchcock, uh, the Birds, yeah, the Birds, the Twilight Zone, that type of shit, like oh my like, god oh, everyone's in panic like that that religious character like you said i'm a little i'm a little curious yeah about,
1: okay besides besides the shitty cg really bad cg uh-huh. dated i'm curious to what you think overall of the movie first i want to hear overall? what you overall think of it first besides, well overall besides talking about specific scenes because there did, are a yeah. ton of them i want to talk about
0: okay well did you um Okay, I'll I'll say my history with this. I saw this at a young age. Um Same. It, I this was probably the earliest one I saw out of Carrie Shining out of all of them. This is the one I saw first in Foley you know. This is the last one that I saw out of all um I pretty sure I found it on a DVD in like the library or some shit. And uh um, <laughs> makes sense. First off, I noticed that there was a lot of Walking Dead characters. Yes. Cause this was a time when I was still watching like the first two seasons of Walking Dead and the first two, three seasons. It was around that time, like two thousand. 10 11 12 the ending just was the biggest thing for me that really affected really? me i i oh, affected I, I thought okay, okay. i thought the ending was like oh like damn okay, you know right, like as as good. as a kid i was like fuck man this is crazy and to me the ending still uh like is really effective i you know what spoiler alert when he kills everyone in the, in 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 the, that uh his car that, that car and right like five seconds afterwards, it you know, all gets cleared who up. That, who knew that that Carol from The Walking Dead would have made it out? She found her kids. Melissa McBride, dude. I'm like, awesome. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a Twilight zony thing. Like, that wouldn't practically happen. No. You know, it was like very like Saturday, you know, morning, dude, thing. A full like, grown like
1: six foot biker guy gets his gets chopped in half, but Melissa McBride's Carol. Yeah is she she walks out perfectly fine with her kids too. Yeah. Um That's true. But she okay. found her
0: kids. It's very nice, you know. Would you say the ending overshadows the rest of the film? Definitely, yeah. For Definitely, you it does. Yeah. It it okay. yeah, it does. And and like I feel like it, the movie kind of is over like if I'm going to get into any criticisms, I feel like the movie's a little too long. You know, we 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 kind of get where we're we going. You disagree? Yep okay I, I, okay um we're gonna
1: we're about to break down the mist because i
0: actually really really fucking
1: um, it. i loved watching this this morning but other, i had a blast watching this this morning
0: other than that and other than like the the hamminess of it like it's still like it wasn't like it was a little cliche but i i still enjoyed it very much um what did you think about it I, you know okay seems, seems like you yeah, have really, high praise really quickly
1: yeah i saw this as a kid I did not like it as a kid because it freaked me the fuck out. I did not like the whole like idea of this mist and storms. I did not like that. Uh, did and then you also... see the fog, John Carpenter? No, I haven't seen That's that. A good one. Um, yeah, so I just I wasn't a fan of like all like the flying monsters and like the gigantic one at the end. But I I haven't really rewatched it too many times. Like it's been a long time since I rewatched this movie. And re-watching it this morning for the podcast, dude, there are so many just good scenes in this movie. And like, forget the CG. Just, I really, really like how it's just very, it's just a small film. It's just really, really condensed. And what's, what's interesting though, is that my one, my, I think my biggest criticism besides the CG, I do not like David. I do not like that actor's performance at all. I think he has the worst performance in the entire film.
0: I, and I, 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 like, I, that's I was I was gonna get. There's to that. just
1: so many like weird line deliveries. Like his scream at the end. Like I understand. Like he he's just he just shot yeah, his I, kid. It,
0: it, ugly, ugly screams are hard, and yeah. I, I I I bought into that. But even but at the like, whole there, movie every, the character is kind of yeah. like just whatever. You He'll know? Talk, oh, you know what's another whatever. really thing, dude? Yeah, people. But the, the characters are, are caricatures. you know, Yeah. The very protective it's dad. It's, it's tropes. It's tropes. That's why it works better in black and white. There's something in the mist. All right, we're back. Uh, the batteries went out of the audio uh, interface, uh, but while we were gone, um, Liam, you, you care to share what happened to your display?
1: So- so before we before we <laughs> had our little uh battery interlude. Yeah. Uh remember how we were saying that the ending to this movie is very tragic? Guess what? Uh-huh. My Chipotle order fell out of the fucking fridge. The entire thing.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, uh, Liam. Um, yeah, I'm sorry as I you. was saying though, The Mist is actually a novella, not an actual full novel. So I could see how like that concept could, you know. I, I felt like it felt a little stretched out, but
1: I think every scene has purpose in this movie. That's that's what I think. I think I think it's a, a really progression of. You see how what, is it Caraway or, or Calloway? Carmody, Miss Carmody. I feel like there's just no scene where I'm un like I'm not invested uh-huh. or I'm uninterested. I feel like every single scene was good, and like even like in the beginning of the film before like the mist comes, yeah, like you get to learn that his neighbor is a douchebag. Uh, and you also get to learn. There was a few
0: characters I thought they were a little unnecessary. Uh, the
1: guy who got burned, I think his name was John. Or yeah. Something. I, I don't. I didn't really care about him. Yeah. Um. The the, the love really, interest for I was the. Just gotta say yeah. it. Lead me to it. The the love interest, like yeah, sure. I mean, it was a little bit more fleshed out and not just thrown in there, and she fucking dies right away.
0: Both of the love interests, the love interest for the main guy. Yep. Or not even is it not love interest because he is. He's he is a married, married man. He's already married. That's yeah, which is weird. Um but then again, like yeah. listen, I mean
1: Andrea from The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, come on, man. I, I would bag that. This he the, did that. bang
0: that. He did bang that.
1: <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. One of the criticisms that I do have of the mist is that, and this is this is probably why, because it was yeah. a short story or it was a novella, characters' motivations are not really fully
0: fleshed out. So like, the like, caricatures, like I was saying, so yeah.
1: You have like these really random decisions. So like the gen- neighbor, bro. The, the, the neighbor, what? The neighbor randomly, like he was all happy, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Fuck you! You're trying to trick me? You know you've been like this is my whole life. You try to sue me? Yeah. What? Like, what? Where did, where what, did, that, where did come that, come that come from? Exactly. Also, too, also, dude, think about this, right? No, it wouldn't the, the religious lady wouldn't have been like, "Oh, I'm I'm right," if the neighbor didn't leave. Yeah. Right. Because the neighbor left, and they tied the rope around the biker guy. Yeah. And it came back, and the lady was like, "Oh, see, see what I said. Like all these people would leave, and they would die. And and there you go. The other one was was when the flying bug landed on her. And oh, the and, and flying magic, lotus, lotus, or something like that. Flying lotus. Oh, <laughs> flying lotus was we landed on her. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that movie. You you were telling me about the flying lotus movie, the flying lotus horror movie. Oh, that's a
0: VHS short. VHS short. Oh, yeah.
1: But yeah, so uh, if like if that neighbor didn't change his mind so fast, like all of a sudden and if he just walked into the loading dock, like if he just walked into the loading dock and saw the tentacle that was chopped off that killed norm, and uh, you know, if he just saw the blood in the tentacle, then he would have been
0: totally it conveniently disintegrated
1: once he touched it. Conveniently, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'll still like, Jim changing his motive immediately after going to the pharmacy, which is one of the best scenes of the movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I was kind of rooting dude. for that guy. I was rooting for that guy yeah. until you don't. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. I, I didn't buy into Like, his turn. literally overnight, he changed. Yeah, I did into not buy into his delet.
1: turn, yeah. Or he-, he turned to the religious zealot. Mm-hmm.
0: The old listen. woman who threw the can at, at yeah, he- <laughs> so Dude. So good. So funny. There's so many likable. Uh, listen. It yeah, ripped though- to her, too. She yeah, was one of the ones in the car. Her. She's yeah. one of the final. Yeah. One of the final members. And shout out Toby Jones, Dobby from Harry Potter. <laughs> the uh,
1: the henchman in Captain America, the first Avenger. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That, I, that, that movie's a little overrated. I think Dobby me. is a... Dobby's a better choice. Uh, Dobby is a better choice. That's crazy that, that, he, <laughs> that he voices that, though. Yeah, so there's just a ton of characters besides the lead that I really loved. Like, uh, Andrea from The Walking Dead. Uh, Dale from The Walking Dead. Loved both their characters. Dude, even I'm willing to go... As far as to say, this is one of my favorite child performances. I fucking loved the kid in this. I loved, I thought he did a great job. Um, Daddy, don't, as far don't as let the, p- the monsters get to me. That was
0: a touching scene. I like that Yeah, scene. he's, 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 he's all right. He's dude, not terrible. Dude, dude. But if you want to talk about good as, child performances, we'll talk yeah, about good we're, child we're performances. About to to a, we're about to get to
1: a probably <laughs> the best child performance.
0: Um, Did you like, oh, I was going to bring up the army guy. Do you recognize him from anywhere? Morales, way? Morales is that the guy's name? Dude, who got stabbed? No, no, no not, not the main, not Spoiler the main alert, army by guy. Way. Not the main <laughs> army guy. I the main do, guy. He, he is, he is familiar. Yeah.
1: However, the uh, Morales from The Walking Dead.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's He's true. Morales, the I fucking military guy. I did not even military put guy. that together. But the main military guy. Have you ever played Force and Leash? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Whoa! That's, that's Star Killer. I didn't know that. That's Star Killer. Yeah, that's him. That's the character they based haven't it on. I played Forced Unleashed in a minute. But doesn't he? He looks like him. Yeah, Does. he looks like the main character. Uh, also voices so Darth he mo- Ma- Ma- So he he mo- he motion captured. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that that's a he's that's like, a weird. Uh, I forget his name. Um, but he's like really uh, he's like really active in like Star Wars. So
1: it's cool. over him. But yeah, no, his character like, I mean, I felt really bad for him. Yeah, he sucks. But, like, he did know about. Anything. Yeah, he, he did know. He, he did know about, about the yeah. portal
0: that led to aliens coming in. Yeah, that's another thing that's like so fifties about Twilight it. Zone. Yeah, like totally. a portal from another dimension. That's why I like it though. To- yeah, but like I'm saying, the tone fits with the black and know, white. I totally understand why it was originally shot that way.
1: Before we talk about more specific scenes, uh-huh. I just want to say this about this movie. Yeah. Right? I really love movies where you have like a big event going on. But it chooses to focus on the characters. I think this movie does. I think this movie is at its best when it goes back and forth between you're you're horrified by like the monsters of the mist. At the same time, you're even more horrified by the people that are stuck, that you're stuck inside with. That. I wish there was more scenes where it was just, like, the big congregation
0: of people, like, turning. Uh, there was enough. Them. There was enough. In my opinion, there was enough. And it got no, repetitive. I, I wanted more. No, it didn't. I, it, I felt like the... If guy, you noticed...
1: Me, I'm, I'm going to defend this right now. Yeah. If you noticed, whenever there's a big moment between... Where someone Ms., dies. Miss Cat... Was a <laughs> Fucking keep forgetting. I can't pronounce her name, <laughs> Carmody. Yeah. Whenever there's the big showdown between Carmody and David, or Carmody and like whatever other guy, that yeah. are, like the neighbor, for example. Uh huh. Um, there's always a, a big event that happens. It 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 like it's a prelude it's a pre, to a yeah, big event. A pre, yeah, cres, it's cres like, like a, it's like a bookend. Yeah, I like that. I'm not. Did, did you get like a War of the Worlds type of vibe from this movie? Yeah.
0: I always did. Yeah. Even it's as the, a kid. the remake, the remake.
1: Yeah. The re, the Tom Cruise remake. Yeah. Which, I do that I fucking love that movie. but uh, And I also re- recently watched that. But considering that was 2005 and this is 2007, I mean, I don't know why. It's just like, especially the scene, like, it's like that big, it's like a poster of the movie where you see the gigantic alien thing yeah. marching across the road. I don't know why it just remind maybe it was like the tentacles. It yeah. just reminded me a lot of War of the Worlds. The yeah. ending to that movie compared to the ending of this movie, oh my yeah. god. The ending to War of the Worlds 2005 fucking sucked.
0: I feel like that's, I, I think that's how the book ended. I'm yeah. pretty sure, though,
1: where, where the aliens died out, yeah. because of human disease. But this yeah. one, dude, I, but you know, I'm, i sure you're gonna mention it, but I'm gonna do yeah. it. I like this ending more than the novella ending. Yeah, the, the novella ending, ending this, he just, just walks out, he just and, escapes. Yeah,
0: but in this, you don't know what It's happens. just
1: like, whoa! It's just like, oh my god!
0: Well, that's a cop out ending, and Stephen King is kind of notorious for his uh, shitty endings. We're gonna get to, the, we're gonna <laughs> get to the ending, you know? and I feel like the ending of Carrie changed. Um, I'm not sure what was the exact ending of Carrie, but it doesn't, know, it doesn't though. end with a, a jump scare for sure. <laughs> the ending for The Shining, I'm guessing we're gonna it changes. We're going to get, we're get, well, you're guessing, do you know the ending to the book? No. Guess what? We're getting into that bad boy. Yeah. Okay. The, the monster, the beast, the big like kaiju thing. That's like, it kind of, do you remember Siren Head? Do you remember that meme? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that thing. Okay. I could see that. This
1: movie also yeah. ha- reminds me of like the original Cloverfield.
0: Oh yeah, because yeah. like
1: the bugs like ripping flesh out. Yeah, I mean obviously like there's no like you know it's not handheld. This movie is is a tight two hours. I say tight because to you, me you, there's no uninteresting scene. I know love what? I love every scene in this movie. It, there's not a bad moment in this movie.
0: I'm telling you, every moment I, is great. You, even you even kind of if there's, yeah, you kind of are convincing me because I can't think even of like story a storyline. Look, it's just the spider, the spider sequence. I just thought was kind of unnecessary. I really thought, like, why did it have to go back out? It it, like it 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 made it made the mist not scary to me. Like they are, went out to one, k- no, they they it, they went out to another building. If they kept it into the the supermarket till the very end. It to me would right. have it would have. I know you have to keep things. I know you have to keep things. keep things moving, moving and stuff like I, that.
1: I get that. I understand the point you're making. Where it's like, well, they walked outside in the mist, they didn't, and the other people got fucked when they walked. Outside yeah, in that, the they. The
0: mist. I don't get it. However,
1: however, acid shooting spiders and that military guy. <sighs> yeah, spiders busting out of his face, and then he falls off, and the spiders that burst out gross. of his back. That was. It looks better in black and white. I know I'm terrifying. repeating this, but it, it, as it it's as a just kid like, yeah. and even now, because I hate spiders. <laughs> that was terrifying to me. Yeah. Even though the CGI is shit. Yeah. It's just like great. imagine like just a bunch of spiders crawling inside you and you're still alive for it. Oh my ugh. god. Like, ugh. what the fuck? Norm's death scene. Fucking yeah. awesome. It it establishes character traits for Jim, where he's a coward. And also establishes character traits for David. Now, even though I don't like David in the film, he's still kind of, uh, you know, he, he's a hero and he's a little bit of a badass. I mean, the fact I, that he, I, he, took, I, out, I he took out his David own was... son, he took out his own. Look, the performance was my least favorite in the entire yeah. movie. But the fact that, like, he wants to save everybody, wants to help everybody. And he also has the balls to shoot his son. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty ballsy. Did you like the biker? It was, I liked how it was cool with the rope or like they just dragged the rope. Even yeah. honestly, you know what? They, they didn't even need to show his torso off or, or his legs. I kind of liked it if they just like showed the rope where it's just bloody. bloody yeah. But also like another small detail in that scene that like notice, I said, it's going for dude, that cheesy rope, actor-ness
0: though. Well, because it's, it it's, it's
1: Twilight Zone. It, it, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's that total vibe. But what I love about that specific scene where the, you know, the, the neighbor's group walks out, dude, like you see the rope like fly up to the ceiling and it's like super super taut. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, like what what the hell did that? And they just they slowly drag it in. Oh, you start to see what the they rope. did
0: that. There's like flying pterodactyl oh, things yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh no, it
1: was the final monster it was it, you know what it was? It was oh, the yeah. monster that killed Ollie.
0: Oh at the end the beginning.
1: big that, that that big yeah like that, that that's, kaiju th- thing. Well, n- not not the big walking one. The the
0: big like I I got confused of like wh- which ones are which. The oh. one before they get into the car
1: that kills Ollie. rest in okay. peace. That yeah, guy yeah, also. yeah, yeah. That like it had like the oh, it's the, the, weird... the mini
0: kaiju. Yeah, yeah, like the praying mantis. The, the praying the Primat- that yeah. I was
1: thinking of Prime mantis. I was trying to get the yeah. the name. Yeah, that thing that killed the biker guy.
0: You want to talk about more scenes? The the when the when the, the bugs, Beatles the yes, invade
1: when when the bugs flying. That up. was pretty the, wicked the when intro, the guy got on
0: fire. Dude, that was sick. That dude.
1: is a this is what I'm saying because the woman also that that was that big scene, cheese though. <laughs> listen, the guy was flailing scene, around like everywhere. That scene starts with the scene between Miss the happened to Carrie
0: too. The guy that got on, caught on fire.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, actually it did. But go on. But, to, so that that whole sequence starts with another religious thing and another religious lady quote and then it just like the tension sort of builds because the more of them fly on the glass yeah and then all of a sudden the character jim he sees the pterodactyl looking fucker Uh flying and hitting the glass and then you just realize oh my god like take like turn out the lights and jim's running around like we gotta turn on the lights and then it busts through and all hell breaks loose i love it when movies have scenes that are just so rewatchable like that i love watching that scene there's so much going on there's so much hat like at first it was very. at first it was just very like everyone's in you know obviously all of them are in the same place but in the beginning of that sequence and i'm not saying scene because there's like different parts of it but at the beginning of it everyone was calm and they're looking at the the glass windows and then it just builds and builds until you have a guy on fire, a pterodactyl on fire. You have Ollie shooting them like a badass.
0: When he's drinking the beer. That was yeah. a great moment, too. He's like, fucking write well, a list then. <laughs>
1: but, but you know what, though? It's, yeah. It's cool, though, because it's a subtle little thing. He's drinking the beer. No one believes them at first because they think that they're just drinking and getting drunk in the, yeah. the docks. Yeah, of course. That's cool. I like, when, I like it when there's little shit like that because it's random too like you you don't even see him like he just has a beer all of a sudden and he's like just downing it and it's like what the fuck like but oh, to God. be fair after witnessing a giant hentai monster killing you know your associate that's true it you is probably hentai. would probably you probably pick up a beer and want to drink it the actress that plays miss carmody one of the most disgusting vile fucking humans i remember hating I her as a kid that performance stand
0: stands out specifically as a oh, good one i think uh she won some sort of award she, for it. she should have because um, oh my god it's like
1: dolores umbridge in harry
0: potter you hate her so. and when she dies dude she, she you awesome. fucking awesome
1: dude shoots him ollie best character shoots her in the stomach it's slow-mo's it, it goes slow dude, that's why he's, the oh, that's why he's the best fucking character man that's why he's the best fucking character is the best character that and or er, him and honestly i don't know if you'll agree but i, I like the kid i like the kid even though it doesn't have that much, uh, even though it doesn't have that much, I like the kid.
0: Uh, the kid's kind of annoying. I don't know. I didn't.
1: Oh come on, he's not, it's not that bad.
0: I've, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I like the old woman. The old woman's my favorite. better. Dude,
1: she, she, she's like, and I have more peas. I have more cans of peas. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like bro, <laughs> it's great. And she's one of the last ones that uh, I already brought it up. But but what's your shelf rating? i
1: mean top shelf. It's not. It's not. And it's clearly not the last yeah. case. But I think this is like, I really really love the humans fighting each other i like that i love that with movies especially horror movies angie's character says it she's like it's only two
0: days and already already we've turned into animals i'm gonna give it a middle shelf it it doesn't quite get there for me uh, honestly um the 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 tropey characters uh, didn't uh, Completely work for me and like the ending. shitty CG. I just and I wasn't a fan Forget of that. Spider the CG. Scene. I was I wasn't a fan of the spider scene.
1: You're you're, you're harping on the spider and, and scene the lead.
0: So I don't like the lead, man. The lead is he's not good. He's not good. He's not good. You he's know? not good. But I like the character itself. I just don't like the actor. I don't like the character either. He's like the kind character. of a I don't know. He's not. He's just a guy looking for his and, son. And, and, Come on, I, yeah. But like, if the performance is not good, then like a generic role like that doesn't really do it for me. You know what I mean? Because it's not like a great role. It's not like a masterfully written role. That's Daniel. It's just he's just Radical, Actually, every not- single every single child actor in the first Harry Potter two
1: Harry Potter movies, they're not Wait, good, what? but you love the characters
0: because they're good, well written. Like I, that's the, I'm. I I'm, think this guy's my, my point is my point is the character is not well written. And and the acting Why? just sucks. Why is it's the right it? It's just a generic character. It's just a generic character. generic characters, though. Yeah, but the performances like make the the generic characters like pop. Like that that woman, whoever okay, that get... woman, whoever that actress played, uh, Miss Carmody. Miss I, Carmody. I Carmody. I it. I whoever played remember. Miss Carmody, that killed whoever it. the actress she killed, killed it. it, and it. If someone, if if that was bad, if that was a bad actress, it would be. It would have. Be, it would have. No, it, it wouldn't have worked, and. The, like, I'm sorry, like but the, 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 Ollie, the, the your lead, the lead just did not work for me. He did not work. And if it's a big part of the movie, so that's why it's a middle shelf. And it's not all that. I just mentioned a bun- bunch of other shit too. but other than that, it's a really effective horror movie. Gory, it's kind of bonkers sometimes with the flaming guy running around and I shit ch- like that. I want to change, yeah. change
1: my I want to change my number rating. I would give it an eight out of ten, but uh-huh. I still think it goes on top shelf just for yeah. the fact that this is like one of the most depressing
0: endings ever. It's unforgettable. It's infamous. It's uh, infamous second son. Well, you mentioned before how it's so fucking cold outside that the literal pipes are breaking in your building. No no better no better time to talk about
1: the best. Stanley
0: movie. Kubrick's *The Shining*, than now, because it's fucking cold outside. Yeah, the real feel yeah. was night of twenty-two yesterday. So, Stephen King not a fan of it. No, no, because it's nothing like the movie and nothing like the nothing book. Like the book. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, I shouldn't say it's nothing like the book, but there are major differences. Like first off, yeah, the maze, the okay. maze. That's it, it. In in the the book, it's a it's a. a a topia. I, don't know, I don't know how to pronounce it. T- tertiary, topiary, whatever it's called. It's a bunch of hedge carvings. It's like a big <laughs> uh, like sphinx, I think it's called. They're like a big cat. I had, I didn't finish. I, I know. what? I know. They, they, they like move around. Like supernatural shit? Yes. The book is
0: a lot more. Whoa. I haven't finished the book. I All should right. have finished the book for this. But because I'd love you... to do a comparison with it. We'll get into that later, but... I guess general thoughts on The Shining. You can't you can't start out a Shining discussion with general thoughts. You you were about to say it's
1: the best horror movie? The single best horror movie of all time. It's not mine. Not even a question.
0: It's not mine. What and is yours? It, what is mine? Yep. So I'm going to shit all over it right now cuz The Shining's better. Oh, come on. Don't be I that guy. Even, Don't no, be that guy no. that like, "Oh, my my horror movie's better than your horror there's
1: movie." There's a there's a reason why even not even horror fans know The Shining. It's because it's a Fucking amazing!
0: Yeah, it is. This undeniable. This is undeniable. I love. Have horror. you seen other
1: Kubrick movies though? Yes. We should have done a Kubrick episode. We should have saved this. We can Kubrick episodes. Ed- but we did a lot of movies, man. He has a lot of for Stephen yeah. King, and I like talking about it with Carrie and the Mist because the Carrie and the Mist are very different from the Shining. Yeah. Although they are similar in some ways. Here's the thing no matter what other horror movie you bring up i love watching horror movies and i especially love ones like hereditary where they deeply unsettle me yeah there is no movie that has caused me nightmares and has disturbed me as much as the shining and it's really? not for the reasons that really? people normally say this movie and the book the book is really good with this uh-huh dude the most the most disturbing part of this movie yeah is the family it's the family dynamic the best part about it, it's not even the breakdown of someone over the course of the movie. It is just the absolute you, you just from the very beginning, you know something is off. Even before you get to the hotel, you know that there is something wrong with this family. Yeah, you, you could feel it. Shelley Duvall, you, you know she's fucked up. You know that, that she's either being beaten or mentally fucking scarred. The, the kid, uh, dude, the way she Danny smokes her cigarette chain she chain smokes her cigarette yeah. the 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 psychiat, the child psychiatrist or doctor comes in and sees Danny and she could already tell that something's up. you could you could she could tell something's up with, with this family dynamic. And then you have one of the best performances I really I really do think it is one of the best performances in any movie is Jack Nicholson in this movie. i I, I fucking I believe it. I love Jack Nicholson, dude, a few good men. And the Departed, and Batman,
0: Cuckoo's Nest,
1: one one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I'm glad you brought which up by, Batman. People which, forget. Way, people fucking forget. Which by the way, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. We should do that because that. Do you yeah. want to talk about? You want to talk about books, movies that have really good books?
0: Yeah. I haven't Ken seen it Kassie's, since high school. I watched the movie in high Ken school.
1: Ken Kesey's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Shout Nest. Not on Mr. Demore. Dude, you want to talk about? You want to? You want to talk about movies with disturbing endings? You remember the ending yeah. for Cuckoo's Nest? I do. I do. Awful. It's really yeah. Well, also, too,
0: movie. another movie with a fucking... Dist- this is my favorite movie ending. Can we start from the beginning, then? Can we just go... To go to the beginning. My scene? Yes. All right. Um,
2: boom, 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 boom.
0: Great, amazing opening title scene. Iconic. Of course. Um, replicated a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, We've mentioned, we've talked about cure for wellness on the sixth episode. That kind of reminded Undrated. me, yeah, kind of reminded me of that. Absolutely, um, dude. Th- this every like, there are not
1: only is there like you know how many o- ominous there's, like there's documentaries yeah. made on this movie, but they go into shot by shot. Yeah, of room Y, uh, room, room two thirty seven. Yeah,
0: Literally. not 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 a great documentary. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 reaching, um,
1: but like. There's so much talk about the movie, and it's because yeah. every single dude. I think, it, dude, it, it goes a, a little perfect- overboard. A, though.
0: The, the documentary, yeah, no, the documentary and theories sometimes. Ethan, this this is a perfect movie. This to yeah. me is a
1: perfect movie. It it is. I can I have seen this movie so many times. What do you like really about the it. opening? What do you like about the opening title? It's fucking. It's it scares the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> this is. I've seen this movie. Yeah. I've probably seen this movie 20, 25 yeah. times. I rewatched this movie just I as love much I the, as I've color the of Harry of
0: movies. I love the font, dude. I love how it goes and it doesn't stop. You know, it's like, oh shit, I gotta read this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. what is that? Oh shit. I love dude, this yellow just, car. Just, and <laughs> the, even as a kid, so
1: okay, this is one of my my parents' favorite movies too. Yeah, <laughs> you know. What? The, the, oh wait, I forgot to mention. This I forgot. I, wait,
0: wait, wait. Let me mention how I first got exposed to yes. this movie. So I was watching one of the Oscars at 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 a. Uh, I don't know. At a young age, maybe I was six or seven, right? And they do a clip show usually during the Oscars, and they showed the two twins from The Shining in one of the clip shows. Dude, scarred you. Scarred me, bro. I, I, I didn't even want to know the movie it came from, and and when I found out where the movie it came from, I I was like fuck. I should. I. I don't know if I should watch this one. I don't know if I should watch this one. And it, it took me a while until I watched this one. Um, this was the last one I watched. I saw Carrie first. I saw. I saw uh, the Mist first. It. Every time I look down a a, a dark uh, corridor. Fuck a
1: dark corridor. A well lit corridor. That's the thing about this movie. <laughs> yeah. My my interest in in Native American history. Yeah. My interest in early twentieth century history. My my interest in movies. Yeah. This. This is one of the the ones that really started it all the Hell reason yeah. why I like horror movies is this movie, uh-huh. and nothing has matched it in horror. Nothing. My head hold
0: hold on on why you love the movie so much until the end, okay? How did I start watching this movie?
1: My history with it. Yes. Any time. So, okay. I'm I'm my parents, specifically my mom. She would be in the living room smoking her cigarettes, and she would be watching Sopranos. She'd be watching Lost. She would be watching movies like this. Movies like It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. I was able to go in and watch. Yeah. But The Sopranos, The Shining, and uh like Mad Men, Boardwalk Empire, mm. I wasn't allowed in. I wasn't allowed in to watch them. And I would hear. I would. I would stay in the kitchen in my house, and I. I could see the reflection of the movie. But like when you look in the reflection of, on like a cabinet it was it was a it was a glass cabinet yeah china cabinet and I would be looking at it and I could just hear what was going on. The shining has like one of it's it's the most unsettling score uh, ever in my opinion. And dude, I just remembered like I I could tell you like I'm I'm standing in the kitchen and I, I could see just, why you like midsummer so much. Yeah. Yeah. I could just hear like the, the um when when scatman crothers is is in his, his apartment which is that's the yeah actor. When, when scatman crothers <laughs> dick halloran is in his apartment which i'm gonna we're gonna get into the dick halloran apartment i know we already talked about it yeah we're gonna dude it's like whenever he actually has the the, the shining whenever he, he has the connection with danny uh-huh and that that high-pitched sound yeah i could remember i dude as a kid it I didn't know what was on the screen, but it scared the shit out of me. So I didn't, I, 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 yeah, I was visualizing. Your brain can go anywhere. I was like The Shining.
0: I was like, what, what the fuck does that mean? Wait, the poster, dude. Yeah, dude, everything about the it. The face. What, what is that face? Like, oh, I. It's crazy, man. It's creepy. It's, it's really creepy, and it, it, it's just so. Oh my god! It's one of my favorite dude, posters of all dude, time. It's so it's, intriguing. It's really oh, intriguing. The,
1: the, there's just, there's just so many little things about this movie that make it. To me, like the scariest horror movie. Yeah. I think it's the scariest movie. It's the scariest movie to me. I just as a kid, it it scared me and I didn't even have to watch it to scare me. But then when I was allowed to see it, I would I would be able to see certain scenes and then like my parents, my mom, would actually like tell me to leave the room. You can already guess some of the scenes that I had to leave for for nudity, yeah. but I also was not allowed to see some of the gorier scenes. So like and really early on in the movie, I would have to leave because People forget how early on it shows the twins and the blood elevator, all of those things that happens really early on in the film. And and people forget about that. Yeah. But either way, even as a kid, I was obsessed with this movie because I couldn't watch it. Same with Borat. I was obsessed with the – and the Mm Sopranos. I was obsessed with them because my parents would make me either leave the room or I wasn't allowed in the room at all. And for The Sopranos, I, my dad would have to literally bring me upstairs. And I'm talking about like I was a kid, like I was like five, six for The Sopranos, because that's when it aired. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to leave because like The you know, Sopranos was, you know, it's the, it's the Sopranos. But then for this movie, like my parents were scared of it. And they remember when it came out, my mom graduated high school in 1980, and she said that she she didn't want to watch it. Like she she had to leave the theater.
0: I'm yeah. kidding. My aunt. Do you know about the reception that when I first came yes. out? It was like mixed.
1: Dude, people fucking thought that Jack Nicholson was awful.
0: Uh, I think Shelley Duvall
1: got a Razzie. She so got a Razzie. Word, yeah. yeah, which Gohan. is which unbelievable. Yeah. But um, dude, this this is why like you know just in general like mo- people just have certain connection with certain movies. For you, you have a certain connection with Spider Man too. I love Spider Man too. Yeah. But I have a certain connection with The Shining, and even as a kid, loved it. I don't even know how many times I've rewatched this movie. It is in my top five movies of all time. I can make a case for it being number one, honestly. Didn't you tell me you used to watch it every
0: Halloween? Yes. Yeah.
1: Every single night on Halloween, uh-huh. we would watch this movie <laughs> and we watched another yet. movie called Carnival of Souls, which is a really, yo, really- Carnival Yo! Carnival of Souls is a dude. shitty ass movie, but listen, we'd always watch it. Listen,
0: you t- you've never watched a David Lynch movie. That's Carnival basically Souls- a David Lynch movie then I don't want to watch David Lynch movies. Hey, come on. Come on. It's not a great movie. I'll <laughs> no, admit. No, it's not. Carnivals of Souls, but David you know Lynch that. movies are, are better than that. I'm but, like, you, It's I'm very inspired. i
1: you know what Carnival of Souls is.
0: It's in the Criterion Collection. How, how did you find out about Carnival of Souls? I'm curious. My
1: family my family watched really? it.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow, okay.
1: We watched that, The Shining, and then on Thanksgiving, we watched Miracle on 34th Street, uh-huh. and then on Christmas, we had always, always, always watched It's a Wonderful Life. I always watch Home Alone. Oh, and then on Easter, um, we would usually throw on. This is a little random, but for Easter, we would throw on a Christmas story. I don't know why we did
0: that. Maybe the rabbit suit. That's probably why. Maybe. Yeah. Uh,
1: my, if you didn't already like, if you didn't already could tell by this podcast, my family like we liked. We watched a lot of movies as kids. Uh huh. Um, one also one of my other top five movies of all time is uh, Raiders. Yeah. So, you know, I I, th- I had to leave the room
0: for that ending too. Oh and, really? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. I I don't know. I, I my parents allowed me to and watch then, that shit, and, and kind of I, I love that shit. Oh, I mean, I loved it yeah. as a kid.
1: Even dude, Lego. I remember when we had the argument freshman year. When, what when you and Justin were like, oh, dude, Lego Star Wars is much better. Than that. I I fall back and I said Lego Indiana Jones was better. But dude, listen, Lego Indiana, we, before, we're not on. gonna open that we're can of even worms. We're not gonna talk about that. But
0: like my stance on it is Lego Star Wars is superior than Lego Indiana Jones. LEGO better. Indiana LEGO Jones. Indiana Jones. Better. He thinks his Lego, LEGO Indiana, Indiana Jones is, better. is fucking is better. crazy. Anyway, crazy we're
1: going back to the sh- <laughs> we're going back to the shining. Uh huh. Let's we, we we already talked about the opening. We already talked about how we knew it as a kid. Obviously. Yeah. You you have your story of of how you, you watched it after The Mist and after Carrie.
0: Yeah, I don't I, even remember the first time I, I watched it. I probably I saw, watched it in high school. Honestly, I don't
1: remember when I first sat early. down and watched all of it, but I can tell you, I do know when I saw the bathtub scene for the first time. So I was just like, "Whoa!" When? Dude, I was like, I don't remember. I can't remember like how exactly old was it. it was? Like the first
0: nudity scene you've seen in the yes. movie. Yep, very right first one. You know what was mine? What Titanic. Yours was much much worse, I think. much, much scarring too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, oh my God. And just yeah.
1: like being in the kitchen because that because I had to leave it that scene. Yeah. Being in the kitchen and just hearing the old lady's laugh. You you dude, you can't goosebumps. you can't see it. Goosebumps. You can't see it yeah. right now, Ethan. I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. I have fucking actual goosebumps thinking about that woman's laugh. That's funny. Oh, my God. Like, oh, I just had a fucking chill going on. Um,
0: I wish Noah was here because it's one of his top five yes. movies. Yes. Yeah, I know. Now. It's unfortunate. Dude, it's fucking
1: awesome because yeah. I wish Noah was here to talk about it. The interview scene. That's the first scene, right? Correct? Yes. Dude, and, and like I love how people went so in-depth and they talked about how the set is impossible. The actual layout of the overlook is impossible.
0: The window shouldn't be there. I,
1: I love that. I yeah. love how people overanalyze it. I love all that.
0: Realistically, it could be a mistake. Uh, Kubrick's or, notorious, you know, Stanley Kubrick, the director, is notorious for like or being overanalyzed. Because, you know, because there's so shit. many
1: theories about the film, uh-huh. people say that the interview, that the whole, people say that that could have just been in Jack's head. That's true. And and who knows? Because the
0: whole thing, you, the whole thing could be in I, Jack's head. Listen, practically, I just think it was a, you know. Continuity, yeah, is it was a a continuity error. but it's fun to think it's fun to think and it's fun to analyze um it it but, but the the
1: the way that Jack Nicholson just just plays it yeah he's like this like overly confident Sly guy. It doesn't
0: give a shit that like people and, murdered. Yeah, hey, people were and, murdered and he's just afterwards. Like, he's
1: like, oh, that that that's that's no worry to me. And then then he says like, yeah. well, the liquor cabinet is, you know, we 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 put away all, all the booze in uh-huh. the off season. And he's like, well, that's not a problem. I've I've I I've been dry for years now. Yeah, and it's just like,
0: oh my god. Some, you already know something's up with this guy immediately you,
1: it's just the way like everything just falls perfectly into place for, for not even the finale but just for
0: why is he reading the playgirl
1: just like everything yeah exactly why is he, why exactly. he he's the he's, like right before an interview he's looking at the playgirl yeah playgirl magazine oh actually what? that's, that's later on that's later on Playboy.
0: that's later on but like e- even then it's still like weird like why was he reading that um, and then we go to see uh, Shelly DeVoe um, and Danny, uh, he's eating this pretty good, uh, sandwich. Listen, man. Whole wheat. Dude, there, there's some, there's Was it good whole wheat looking... or was it white? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I think it was white.
0: Oh, it was white. Dude, okay.
1: th- there's some good looking fucking food. The ice cream that he eats. You want ice cream, doc?
0: She also looked like, uh, Mario, uh, with that <laughs> Yes, fit. with
1: the overalls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Mimi. Oh, yeah. She it's, was just be- like... Tunes. it's just like. Looney Tunes. Oh, it's so because many... it was a Warner Brothers a movie, so just another
1: um, – uh, before, like, before we even go even further into, like, you know, the actual, like – Vision. Scenes and stuff and the yeah. visions. Another part of the movie that really disturbed – okay, just just in general, I'm not a big fan of empty spaces. Yeah. And I, I understand, like, it sounds weird, but, like, let me explain really quick. Being in, like, either a building or an open field where there's just nothing – it doesn't even have to be dark – I'm getting goosebumps again talking about this. Nothing about it. There's just nothing in it and then your mind starts to think, "Oh shit, well what could be in it?" Yeah. The the sound of of the tracking shots and the sound.
0: I want to mention the Tricycle it's the first it was one of the first movies to use like a a steady cam. So really? it's like very innovative at the time and well, like they, you're right about you're right about it. that uh, fucking big wheel when it goes into the rug and the hard floor. Yeah. So good. So good. It it's just it's just so like it doesn't
1: even have to be something shown on screen. Like it doesn't even have to be the elevator of blood. It doesn't have to be the twins. It doesn't doesn't have to be the butler at or the, the end. or the how
0: about the tennis ball thing. It yeah. doesn't
1: it doesn't have to be any of that. It doesn't have to be the close up on room two thirty seven. Yeah. You could take all of that away. And it's just the fact that it's this psychotic, clearly Clearly disturbed people stuck in a gigantic, abandoned—not abandoned, yeah—like a gigantic hotel. Th- there but is, there's also there's other something... things about.
0: There's also other things about the movie too, like when Danny, uh, what's his name? I forget his. Uh, Who was this? What, what does he call uh, his? Tony? Tony, which is actually uh, another way of calling his his shining his superpower, which Carrie also has and she also mentions that other people has it in that movie yep um shared universe universe thing um it's just it's 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 it and i I love how right off the bat it doesn't even like address it it's just he has this psychic power and like you're you're right in like right into it it. you see the blood stanley kubrick needs like
1: he put a lot of faith in in the audience yeah to to try and figure it out themselves he Mm -hmm. left it open-ended which is perfect. You left it open
0: ended and per- but you will get to the scene but like there's a scene that literally explains it. It was <laughs> perfect down to the last, last
1: minute detail. detail.
0: That's how I feel about this movie, man. I don't even care that I'm standing it.
1: I don't Dude, care. Dude, no, anymore. I love it, man. I, I, love, I, loved, I, loved, I loved love I love I love the look for the movie. movie. I fucking um, love this movie, man.
0: Blood Elevator, the yeah. twins, the butler, yeah. the bartender. But Danny passes out though. The doctor comes in and then we get that really chilling one take. Well, most well, mostly one take, but like you hold on, Shelley DeVo a lot, really long. I you can it. tell that Wendy is
1: withholding information, and you can tell that sh- that her and Danny are still not over it. They're 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 yeah. not over what happened, even from the beginning. Even with those scenes, like like they're not the scenes that many people remember from this movie, mm-hmm. but they if you rewatch The Shining enough times, you can like he just Kubrick just puts the seeds. He he plants them, and then you could just see like how they pay off, and like yeah. and how like even and not even not even like paying off in the film. You just you put some thought into it after you finish watching I'm, it. I'm and so you glad you see think. what
0: the movie actually is. Though. Yeah, like I'm like said, a lot of dude, people think I, it's like oh spooky, scary, no, and it's like no. You could thank Doctor Strange for
1: that, but um, yeah. dude, y- you could take away all the super. You can take away the Shining. You could take away the ability itself, which is what the fucking movie is named after. Yeah. It is just to me. It is, and it's changes. It's changed as as I've gotten older. Like because as a kid, obviously, I thought the fucking blood elevator was terrifying. Mm-hmm. But like now, I look at it. I, I look at I that, never that thought elevator. It was
0: terrifying, not the sound. Like no, it. As
1: a kid, I did, um, especially the, the twins. But the twins got dude, me. oh yeah. Just like you, you can look at it as alcohol. You, you could just see it as like flooding, flooding your mind with 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 alcohol. And it
0: completely changes you, right? And that's uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what like Stephen King was doing a lot. Because Stephen of King was, was drinking, an alcoholic. drinking, you know, when he was writing it. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um. So they're driving up and he's telling the story, and like Danny is just like like he he's peeking up through the back seat and like the you know. They're all like optimistic about it, but you could even tell though, like if you just look at Shelley Duvall's character, you could tell that she's just like, oh my God, I'm I'm going to be stuck. Yeah, I'm fucked. I'm going to be stuck yeah. doing this for months with a man that I don't love. So we get there, we, we get, get the tour. We get there, we get the tour, and Dick Halloran is one of my favorite parts of this entire movie. Uh He is extremely
0: unsettling
1: just by itself. God, you like, want some ice cream? You like ice cream, Doc? Dots. <laughs> another, a, another
0: Looney Tunes thing. Man. Yeah.
1: It takes place on, you know, trope Indian burial ground. Yeah. I'm not, dude, I'm not even, like, I'm not even kidding when I say this, but, like, I, I'm really into Native American history. Yeah. This movie, and also, too, shout out to Six Flags Great Adventure, The Big Teepee. It Yo,
0: R.I.P. <laughs> the big EP by the log flume and uh, runaway mine runaway train. train. Uh,
1: yeah, dude. I, I I just, like, this movie just, it made me interested in learning about Native Americans. And it's not a big part of the movie. It's really not. But it, yeah. he mentions it. It's in the and, like, yeah. and you could just see it in, like, all the architecture and stuff. And it's just, like, ooh, like, it's just really cool. And it yeah. talks about how presidents have stayed there. And it talks about the history of the hotel and the people that are in it. And it's just like the hotel is a character. L- l- let's just get this out of the way. The hotel is a character. Yeah. Now, th- here's the best part of it. You uh-huh. can take it as well. The hotel could just be Jack's mind, which is which is perfectly True. fine. Yeah. And y- you could see like everything like because there's so many theories about it. I have my own big theory about this movie. And it's not only really a theory because it is it is alcohol. do with alcohol. Yeah. There's just like a bunch of layers to this movie, and the the more like the more times that you watch it. It's just, it's so rewatchable. And there's another aspect that, that you keep, you could just add on top, another thing you can analyze. And it just it just makes it like so enjoyable. It, it it really is. Every time I watch it, there's no dull scene. It doesn't drag. It's an onion. This
0: move. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ogres are like onions. Yes. I mean, I didn't go, I didn't even Puss, mention Puss Shrek. Bo- I just Puss said in, it was onions. Yes. Puss in Boots. I, I need to watch the new Puss in Boots. The girl showing up in the game room. Oh yeah. And and but, but like the, when he explains the shining to uh Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, my grandmother explained it.
0: You like, want to know how many like, takes that that of, took? Yes, it took it a hundred something takes. It took, a, sh- took takes. a shit ton of takes. Yeah.
1: And and Crothers Cruthers and what's his name? Uh George. What the fuck is his
0: name? The kid? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, not, not George. We'll put it here. Name?
1: But anyway, so yeah, but it took a shit ton of tries just to get it exactly the way that Stanley Kubrick
0: wanted it. The ice cream looked good though.
1: It did look good. That's why yeah. I talk about the fucking food in this movie, dude. Yeah. If I if I was stuck in a gigantic, you know, food locker, meat but the Bull
0: made for uh, Jack look pretty good. The eggs and the yeah. uh, spam, it the looked like, or something the, like the, that. The breakfast or a ham or something.
1: I think it was spam. Mm. Um, just like imagine like all that fucking food you could eat. Like there's just a bunch of shit there. Yeah. Anyway. The overhead shot where it's it's him overlooking the maze, and yeah. it's overhead of the
0: maze and they're walking through the maze. so trippy
1: um, it's disorienting. The yeah. whole thing is disorienting. well, you know if, speaking if, of disorienting
0: I, I I'm, I'm going to lose track of when things happen, honestly, like when certain scenes happen so okay. just free reign let's just start the second act, the whole thing let's just
1: I want to stick it to the sound that, that's one of my main things of this movie.
0: Hey, the sound is great man You already
1: talked about go- going onto the hardwood. The, the trike going onto the hardwood and then the carpet, but also too the tennis ball. Jack throwing the tennis ball and then the, the the like at the very end he just launches it down the hallway and it echoes and <laughs> you, you just realize you're like oh my god like they're in a massive hotel and there's no one there's yeah. no one there besides the three of them. I don't I don't think I don't think this movie shows when he turns I think he was already he already turned.
0: Even before, even before the first, he's just like a terrible. Yeah, he's He's, just like once once everyone's psychotic. Once everyone's alone,
1: just when that when he's alone, and also too because Doctor Strange, he had he Jack himself could access the Shining. He just repressed it because remember the Shining. Everyone, Wait,
0: Doctor, what are you talking about, Doctor Strange?
1: Remember at the end of Doctor Strange when when Jack comes back as he, he
0: comes back. Doctor, Doctor Sleep. You've been saying Doctor Strange this whole time. Wait, you have seen Doctor Sleep? No, you haven't. But I, I know you read the book. I no. Oh, you know. I, I know. Watch the movie; it's good. But by the way, I'd... Rose the Hat. Yeah. Uh,
1: my <laughs> bad for saying Doctor Strange. My bad. Yeah. My bad. So Doctor Sleep, Jack comes back in the end, and they couldn't get Jack Nicholson to do it, understandably so. But you realize that people choose to repress the shining, the actual ability. Some people can tap into it, some people can't, but a lot of people repress it. Oh, you think it. he had
0: the shining? Yes. Yeah. I think the yes. alcohol enabled it.
1: I think alcohol enabled it, but you know what else I think? Yeah. It talk it specifically talks about some places hold residual energy, which oh, I yeah, think. Oh yeah, the is place true.
0: enabled it too.
1: The place enabled it, the history enabled it, and darks dark energy can linger. This is we're getting into more of the supernatural side of it.
0: Where does Shelley the Vol play into this? Does she see shit? Because she does I think, she does I think see she, like she 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 sees it towards the
1: end, yeah. But that's because, well, I mean, n- no one knows for sure because it's yeah. open ended. But I think that's just because the hotel starts to show it, and, right? And I think that like you know it it's revealing all of its stuff to 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 Jack or not Jack to um Wendy and Danny, um, but Jack, I think Jack has the ability to shine. But he the, – the the hotel is what brought out the bad influences yeah. when he shines.
0: Do you think the room specifically too? To room
1: 237? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean – What, what another, is the – Another I, theory is that like room two instead of the hotel, the yeah. whole hotel being in Jack's mind, people think that room, the room 237 is specifically Jack's mind. Because think about oh. it. It's a very common thing. You know, alcohol in women is, is a common vices for men. Uh-huh. But it manifests in that room. And like by by Dick Halloran saying to Danny, whatever you do, don't go into room 237. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of like it's maybe Stephen King's or Stanley Kubrick's way of saying he's still a kid. Don't let him get manipulated by alcohol, by women, by all this stuff. It's, that it's those little things like that, which it, it probably isn't that, but the fact that we can sit here and talk about it and make yeah. it seem like that, that is why, that is just another reason why this movie is so fucking good.
0: You want to bring up the moon landing theory? Yeah, go, go ahead. Stanley Kubrick Stanley Kubrick, fake the moon landing. You know, legendary filmmaker, also made 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, you know, brown, groundbreaking science fiction movie uh some are convinced that he directed the moon landing uh because he's so good at directing and you know if you're a moon landing denier i guess that's like you know a good fit you know fits the bill um danny's wearing an apollo 11 shirt which if you don't know is the same mission of the first moon landing People are saying, "Oh, maybe Kubrick is showing off." The- there's A lot of so in, it. in, it's, in, it's, it's, in it's, Room Two
1: Thirty Seven, the
0: documentary it talks a lot about the
1: patterns on like the floor. Yeah, and like, oh wait,
0: Toy Story. Yeah, has a, the, yeah same pattern. It has the same patterns. That's a um, cool reference.
1: But it, yeah, it it's just like there's just uh, I, I don't buy that. I don't. Yeah, I don't buy uh, it for a second. But also too, it's just like that is taking it a little too crazy, and that, that's a, uh-huh. that's what Room Two Thirty Seven yeah. is about. It's where like people get so overboard with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it, it tells you the power and like the, the – it really captures people's imagination yeah, it, and it yeah. just lets people run with it.
0: It's captivating. Um.
1: Th- that is the best part about it. A film is just supposed to be – it's a director's vision I – mean- of what they want people to see. Yeah. The beauty of any art is that you can look at something, you could hear something, yeah. but it's really up to the to the, the at, listener or the, the viewer. Is it
0: good as, as an adaptation? Does it have I the think, spirit of I it? I think
1: it's one of the... Oh, yeah, abs- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what I but mean? But Stephen King doesn't like it because Stephen King, you know, to, to be fair, he, yeah. a lot of his adaptations are awful. Uh, I already mentioned before of how the lady laughing gives me goosebumps. I just got goosebumps again. <laughs> um, but, dude... It's just like the the, the slow heartbeat, the buildup, the the opening the door a crack, and then 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 you, when you open it up, th- there's nothing. It's just it's just you know it's just a room. There's nothing bad to it. Nothing's going on, and then you just go you just slow slowly walking up into the bathtub or into the bathroom, and you see that the lady taking a shower in the bathtub, and it's just like it's that that slow buildup. And and you've already you already know that room two thirty seven is bad. You you know that it brings in bad energy, but you don't you don't know what it is. And then like it just slowly unravels, and it's like oh, it's so creepy. And then like it's this old woman who's who's dead and has rotting skin.
0: You know. I love the shot like it's like a POV shot of her coming out of the water.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It is
0: weird. At it is weird yeah because it, it's like her like it's in the like tub. she's not quite rotted and it's like i think it's someone else actually yes it's not it's not a it's a man right it might be a man because i don't remember oh, man it, i don't know it's someone different though it's not in the in old the PO, woman in the movie shot in in the water yeah someone else it's, yeah, it's yeah.
1: Prob probably the most memorable scene for a lot of people
0: is the twins that whole scene. Oh, of course. Um, it's the ending to the panning shot, actually. Um, the reveal is great. It's terrifying. By the time I saw it as you know, in the movie and, and context, I wasn't Come really... play with us. Yeah, I wasn't too scared of it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw it so many times. Um, it's, it's creepy. It's just piano. It's like it's, that, that, cr- yeah, that, that, those it's creepy. piano hits. It's kind of like... It's it's just disturbing. what can I say about it? It's like talking about what what, what 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 can I say about the Mona Lisa? Like it's like it it it's just so. How does it make you feel? It's so iconic. It's scary. I mean, it scared me as a kid, and and now it's just it's too iconic to be even scary yeah, to me. When you've seen it a time, yeah.
1: It just it's it's fucking scary as shit. I mean, come on. It it's it's like one of the scariest scenes, like probably ever. And even though like it's iconic and like it's memed about. And like Family Kai. Sim Sims. Yeah, it's just like, it's just a good horror scene, man. Like, there's no other way to to say it. What other scenes or like, or just moments in a horror film are as iconic as The Hallway Twins? I don't even think there is one. Maybe, maybe like, Uh, Carrie,
0: the Carrie prom scene is up there. Carrie prom scene's up there. You know?
1: Yeah. But like, I don't know, maybe. Be like Michael Myers, just like
0: I don't. I can't think of anything specific from Halloween. You know what I mean? No, there's like a specific shot. Maybe not as disturbing,
1: but I'm talking about just like iconic, like the. Yeah, I'm talking about iconic.
0: Oh, Oh, Texas Chainsaw the ending is is probably for me. Up there, for me, is like more iconic than the twins. For for, uh, I'm biased. I love Texas Chainsaw more than The Shining. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Texas, if you okay, we're talking about our favorite horror movies of all time. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite horror movie of all time. It is. If you want me to talk about that, like you're talking about The Shining, that's that's my movie. Did you you cover it yet? No, we haven't covered it yet. When uh, Danny goes up to the room and and Jack is still there puts
1: him on his lap and it's just yeah my god it's just it's just all these scenes with the family they're just so creepy Mm -hmm. so creepy Um, but i don't think it's the creepiest scene in the movie probably my favorite movie scene the bar bar conversation the entire the the conversation with Lloyd at the bar Uh and the bathroom i'm a history
0: guy i
1: love i love talking about history i like seeing you know renditions of it I love it. One of my favorite periods to study is the late nineteenth century, very early twentieth century, the nineteen tens, and the nineteen twenties.
0: Is that why you like Babylon so much? Was it a factor? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's not even like it's not even like the actual like the making the movie that that's my favorite part. It's just seeing like that period. I love. Yeah. I love Yeah. I love the period. The early period nineteen hundreds and the late eighteen hundreds are my favorite period. There will
0: be blood. Come on <laughs>
1: Red Dead Redemption one and two. yes um but anyway, so we can go I can go on way for longer for that. Dances with wolves the the, the Civil War 1860s to like 1945 yeah that is my that's my period uh-huh. That is what I study. it's what I want to go into. Everything about this, the buildup, it's, it's, it's the, the dialogue is perfect. The music, the the music is perfect. Yeah. The most unsettling part is the music. That's why the ending is is the best ending, I think in a horror movie, (laughs) but yeah, so you just have him, you have him sit going up to the bar and like the way that like Lloyd's face is lit up and it's just, and it's just like, Oh, he, he just goes, Jack goes in. It's just like you you know that he's not actually drinking but his entire demeanor changing after he takes his first sip yeah. one sip he could even be imagining it he probably is imagining it
0: that shot is kind of iconic too yes. when he laughs but, but dude, and, i love how it's lit it's lit from what about under from, him from the it's bottom cool. yes yeah.
1: but like just what about like when when he's just sitting there and like like he he actually, he's actually he has the drink or he has a sip then he lowers the glass and like he just has this look of just a complete monster on his face. Like, he's, like, looking. To, he looks like a fucking gremlin. Like, as he his first sip. And, like, you realize, like, oh, my God. that This is when he feels the most normal is when he's he has alcohol. To,
0: shit's a, shit has hit the fan. Yes. It's when. It's the start of the third act. Yeah. You know? And. Well, on, well, you have a little bit of, like, the conversation. I think the. You know what? No. I'll see what's the really turning. The real turning point. Not it? when he first drinks. We'll get. Well, do you have anything else to say about the alcohol scene before we get into the bathroom?
1: What one one last like small uh-huh. thing? Whoever plays Lloyd. Yeah. Whoever, whoever plays him. Great. One of the most unsettling minor side characters in in a film. Uh-huh. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. No, he's great. He is extremely creepy. He he just has that deadpan look, and it's just like. You, you, like he doesn't even seem like a real person. Like you could tell, like he's just a spirit that doesn't have emotion. He just has that look and he's staring at Jack with that like little smirk. Yeah. And like, you can just tell like, it, it's like a demon. It, it, it's like, yeah. it's like a, a demon. The devil. Alcohol is. The it's, devil. It, it's, it's the devil. Yeah. Right. Like there's just like so many things tied with alcohol to this movie. Cause he, you know, Stephen King wrote it when he was a drunk and Oh, I like it just, I don't know the, the whole, the whole lead in and the atmosphere, the music and the music yeah. stops. And then it fo- forces you to focus in on the dialogue. And then like, there's nothing particularly like riveting going on. There's no action. There's nothing, none of that. But it's just, to me, it's just like the mo- like my heart just starts beating when watching that, that scene. Cause like, you just realize, Oh no, like he's, he's going to become drunk and he's going to start, he's gonna start fucking shit up. And then you know he he goes like like Lloyd attends to other people or other ghosts, and Jack gets some shit spilled on his jacket. Conveniently, and he goes into the bathroom. Dude, you you want to talk about like back to back, top five horror scenes, probably even scenes, yeah. dialogue scenes in general. But you just have. Have you ever been
0: to film school? This is usually like one of the examples that like a film professor will use of oh it's breaking the one eighty rule. Uh, The the switch when uh, the realization when he power
1: the power dynamic has shifted. There's no other word for it. It's not terrifying. Yeah. It's not disturbing. It's haunting. It is chilling. The the shots where you just have Jack staring off into the side. He's staring at Delbert Grady, but like because Delbert Grady's not really there, he's just staring at nothing, and he's imagining this conversation. And then like you have this absolute disgusting human being in the butler who is a racist and who's misogynistic and who is a horrible, horrible father. And he is just corrupting. He's corrupting Jack. You feel like you're in, in a hell. You feel like you're, you, you have just been brought down into hell. As soon as Jack takes a sip, sip of alcohol. And this is the devil. The bartender is like a, a demon who is being like, you know, manipulated by delbert grady who yeah. is like the real devil and and he's just you you see it when, when the camera switches you just you, you in the dialogue and it slows down but even though the dialogue slows down and you have like these really awkward shots where it's just like jack staring and it's just like you just see him like being corrupted like being like filled with that's just see that's
0: what i was talking about that's when i feel like that's that's when it goes south for him you know
1: I just mean it as like he takes a sip of alcohol and there's yeah. that there's that shot where he's looking down the glass and he looks back and, up. And, yeah. and he looks
0: back up and you could like
1: you see it in Jack Nicholson's eyes you see yeah. it in his eyes his entire demeanor changed everything about him
0: has changed I do agree though public bathrooms are are, are sometimes hell <laughs> uh, they are sometimes uh, you know
1: dude the the downstairs Montclair Fenwick first floor bathroom bro holy shit that that place <laughs> has probably he's probably seen worse than the shining honestly. when I
0: was walking uh in transit I didn't know there was a public bathroom in the transit uh parking lot I know I, I, like, I, dude that must be disgusting as fuck holy fuck <laughs> I can't even imagine taking a There's shit hella in rats there. In there Yeah have Inkwell bathroom
1: Oh that's Sh- a good one Dude Rip, Rip Inkwell Rick
0: Rip, Rip, Inkwell. Rip, Rip, Rip Inkwell. Inkwell this is the first time we brought it on the podcast Rip, Rip Inkwell. Inkwell um I was rest, thinking about Inkwell Moment of silence But shout out their bathroom The bathroom
1: at the meat locker you've not been there yet well, Oh no, my god really god. Oh.
0: Oh, what, what, what meat locker? The, the, the meat locker,
1: the the, the bar. Or the oh, really? Bar, but like the, the concert place that Colton played at when we saw him. At oh, yeah. Montclair. Shout out to the meat locker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This bathroom is spotless, but yet at the same time, mm-hmm. it's hell.
0: Liminal space. Definitely Liminal a background. Space. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It creeps me. Dude, I have goosebumps again. Yeah. So I'm thinking about it, and it's just like this empty space, and like your mind fills it in and like that the scariest thing about this movie is like the power of the human mind what people will this is this is what we talked about with the mist this is what carrie is about it's about really some of the scariest things are just what you can do and what you can imagine and that is that is the entire movie of the shining is just like the, the level of darkness that people will have in them. And unfortunately, things like alcohol or repressing an ability like The Shining in certain places, it just brings it out. You know, that that is why that is why this movie is like disturbing to me, because it's just you have all those things stacked on top of each other. Add in the supernatural stuff, add in the really amazing soundtrack, add in all the really fucking creepy long shots. You just have a, you have a, the perfect horror movie. But we're not done talking about it because we still got a lot yeah. more to talk about. Anyway, the the bar scene and the bathroom scene. There's so many good scenes in this movie, but those two have have always stood out to me.
0: And even as a kid, like in my opinion, they're the best scenes in the movie. The best scene, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I uh, absolutely.
0: He grabs the axe, right? That's when he grabs the axe. That's
1: when he, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah to correct the family, correct, correct Danny. Them. Meanwhile, Danny is a uh, red run. Yeah, and then you have that going on as well, which to is do a little also even, even though those
1: scenes are not the most iconic scenes in the movie. The most it icon- is
0: honestly. Red rum is pretty. Uh, no, I'm talking
1: about the I'm talking about the bar and the bathroom. Oh, the so the two scenes that the general public will always yeah. remember is the
0: the here's Johnny, here's Johnny, and the twins, twins, yeah, the hallway twins. But the blood is also iconic. Blood elevator, yeah. Red rum is also Red iconic, rum. like you just brought up. Yeah, and it's
1: just like like honestly it's not even like just seeing like murder in the mirror that, that that's terrifying. It's the sound. It's the sound. Yeah, it's that's that, the most terrifying. Yeah. It's just like that rattle. And it's just like, cause a lot of this movie, if you notice a lot of this movie is just either it's silent or it's, it's very atmospheric sounds. Right. And then like when the moments hit, just like Carrie, like use the, the psycho sound when the moments that it does use its sound, it it kills it, literally kills it. <laughs> Yeah. Because after the murder scene and well a little bit after the murder scene, but you get to one of my favorite jump scares of all time. We didn't even oh my fucking god. We didn't even mention Dick Halloran's apartment. We didn't even mention Dick Halloran's apartment. Oh. Oh my god.
0: Well, this although this movie was made in the 80s, this apartment is very 18, 1970s, 1970s. Baby big black naked chick. Painted. A Hell, yeah. Huge afro. You
1: you already know. You already and the know. furniture
0: is is fucking nice, too. You already know. Very Miami. He's in Miami. That he's in Florida.
1: He's in Florida. But you can just tell, dude, that guy smokes some good as weed in that room. You already know. You think he gets pussy up
0: there? <laughs> 100%. Uh, <laughs>
1: Dick Halloran's a player, and you know it. That's something. When he's something, in Danny's man. mind, Yeah. when he's reaching into Danny's mind, and, and Danny's face too, when he's
0: drooling, it's very. When he great. literally
1: sees what Danny is seeing, yeah, the woman in the bathtub, it's just, it's just great. I That's have no amazing. other, I have no other adjectives to describe it. It's just iconic, great, masterful. Like, like I, I know I sound like a fucking really big stan. Anyway, so so another point I want to bring up, uh-huh. besides like the Callahan's
0: apartment, is the process the, his his whole thing is really suspenseful. Yeah, you know, it just shows like him landing in Denver. And he he's
1: you could tell he's worried like like he he knows he he already knows that Jack has turned is turned against his family. And Dick yeah. Halloran is it's like a race against time. He's like, I have to get there before he kills him. And he knows he's going to kill him because he Dick Halloran seen this before with Delbert Grady. Um, but man. The fucking. The scene. Where he pulls up to the hotel. And Jack hears, you know, we have the here's Johnny. We have the, here's Johnny scene. You know, we'll, we'll go back to that. We'll go back. We to can that. go back to that, right? But like Dick Halloran arrives, and, and you hear off in the distance, you you hear the, the snowmobile pull up or whatever, whatever it's called. You hear it pull up, and he walks into the hotel, and he can see around him that something's up. He doesn't even he doesn't even see a person yet, but Dick Halloran knows. That, that something awful has already happened, and you just hear like the wind flowing through the empty halls, and the snow on the ground and the crunch of it. And then he gets he gets past the snow and he's just walking, really really slow, and you hear like you just don't hear anything besides the wind. And he's looking around and his footsteps. And then as a kid, you get a scene like you just get I I have. No, I've had so many nightmares of getting an axe in my chest from this, from this. one scene. <laughs> this yes, scream is so good the, the, too. The, the scream is a little meme-y. No, but it's it's, it's good. good though. It's it's it's, it's blood curdling
0: as as you you sh- deserves to be called it is blood curdling. It's a uh... I love but how he pulls a rug but, under you because you think he's gonna save him. Yes, the whole like you spend so much time. He calls up the, a guy. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be up there, so you better get a snowmobile." It's yeah. like you sp- like oh. no. If you're gonna spend so much time, of course he's gonna like save the day, and he kind of yeah. does. He kind of does by get, he, bringing the snowmobile up in the first. Yeah, place. He gives it away. He gives it yeah, away.
1: but um, well you can't the, the
0: in the thirty thirty inches of snow. All right. Um, but he, do you he know actually, in the book what happens to him? I don't know. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say it because I know it's. You it's know what happens in the book. I know it's different. I know it's different. Well, so. I know
1: the. I know the ending to the book.
0: No, but I know what happens to him is different in okay. in, in, in 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 the book than it is in, in the you movie. You can just say it. He does survive. He survives. He survives. In the this wow. is different in the book in the movie. He uh he he dies. I like. This I, is I, like I a, think I like him cooking. dying. Yeah, I, I right. think I die him dying a lot more. Yeah.
1: Um, dude. I, I don't even know how many nightmares I've had of of, of being axed in the chest by a one crazy of
0: wait guy. is it the only kill in the movie? No, there's one more. Oh, Jack. Jack. Okay. But, yeah, but on, only killed by another person. Like yeah, mur- yeah. Uh, murder. Yeah, murder. Um, it
1: it's just it again, it's just there's it's just back to back to back. It's pretty bloody scenes. too. Yeah, it's really bloody. Yeah, but wait, um, but even I I know what I, you know what I keep bringing up. You, have you noticed how I keep bringing up sound? Right after it does the big, like, scary rattle, uh-huh. that's the first time in the movie where you start to hear the chorus, of, like, the spirit chorus in the background. And you only hear it in the, in the third act of the movie because that's when Jack finally lets all
0: the spirits of the hotel flood flood his, flot his yeah. head. And want to talk him. about some of the spirits? Sure. Let's talk about some of the spirits. The dog about that's given the blowjob. Who gives the better blowjob? That girl, dude, easily that
1: dog. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah, but she's talking. (laughs) The the dog. That's pretty. That's very. The way. How clear she's saying, "I hate Carrie White," is pretty impressive. The 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 butler didn't look impressed. But like, think about it. John Tavolta killed a pig for that blowjob. A man in a dog costume, Felatio. It feels like something you would see in like the Magical Mystery Tour for the Beatles or something. (laughs) Yeah, because it's very weird. I guess maybe my
1: only thing that I could possibly nitpick about this movie is, like, I guess, like, showing, like, all the skeletons in the lobby.
0: No, you thought sure. that was, yeah. I guess that's, like, the Very most... spooky skeleton. That's the most, like, okay, like, like,
1: yeah, like, the lights go out, and... You know what that reminds me of? It reminds yeah. me of the haunted episode in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody.
0: Anyway... You know what? The family should have brought a dog. That would have really helped out. If, the, if a dog was there... You know, and maybe it'll turn into Cujo. Who knows? Cujo that's another. Cujo that's backstory. another Stephen King movie. Honestly,
1: like you could throw a dog in here, and like you could like play around with it, but then like, what if like Jack like strangles it like
0: half? That uh, I don't want. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to see the dog die just because. I mean, obviously you don't. I like hope it would be it. like a Friday the Thirteenth Part Four situation, <laughs> where uh, where Gordon. Shout out Gordon. Dude,
1: one of the. Oh my god, fucking cute ass dog.
0: Yeah. Oh. Where Gordon jumps out and and survives. Awesome. One of the motion. only awesome dogs slow-mo. to ever survive a, a horror movie. But anyway, Shelly Duvall knocks him out. We forgot the knockout scene with the bat. I'm not gonna hurt you. Yeah.
1: I'm just gonna bash.
0: That looked like I hurt man.
1: I'm gonna bash him right the. That was fuck a good stunt,
0: in. man. That was a really good stunt. He fell. He fucking fell Wendy. down those stairs. Wendy, <laughs> give me the bat. Like it's oh. Yeah. Odd thing. He's writing and the same thing, in, too, man. Also just in one shot. I, I, I wouldn't want to read his novel. It seems repetitive. Uh, but pan- yeah, no. And then he uh, locks him up in the pantry. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have another conversation with Delbert Grady,
1: and the door magically unlocks. So that makes you think, well, wait a minute, was he ever locked in the first place?
0: He definitely was, because Shelley the consciously put him you in there.
1: You don't know anything
0: about this. You don't know if what the fuck happens in this movie. You just don't. You don't. No, but if we're seeing it from Shelley DeVoe's perspective... That doesn't matter. She's she's a reliable narrator. I'm I'm assuming... I'm looking... I'm no assuming one,
1: that... No one is is reliable narrator in
0: this movie. No one is. That's the point. Definitively, like, he was in that, that locker room. He knocked him out because, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was no way that he wasn't in that locker room at that time.
1: They did a really... I, I gotta say this about Doctor Sleep. It wasn't like they, a vision. They, they it a wasn't job. like a vision because, They you did know? a good job of, of recasting... Everyone, every yeah, cast, I, every especially casting, uh, especially you know, uh, Jack,
0: whoever played Wendy was really good. Yeah, so here's Johnny. I feel like this is the one scene where,
1: like, I there's nothing else I can add, dude. Like, come on, man. I was gonna say another moment, like, right after the Here's Johnny. Well, it's still part of the same scene, yeah, but uh, when Danny always slide as even as a kid, I was like, that must have been so fun to, to slide down, down that, that massive, big, ad. yeah, massive snow drift How did that happen? There is so the the front of the hotel, the front of the hotel in the very beginning, you it doesn't show. There's there's no room in the back for the hedge maze. There's no room in the back. It shows a a shot of the hotel, but th- there's no space for the massive the exterior. Hedge maze. Yeah, the exterior.
0: I think they used two different buildings. They did. They did, think, they did right? use two yeah. different buildings,
1: um, and obviously, I mean, they are used to set. But if, if, I don't know for for some reason, like. I kind of like how it doesn't make sense. It kind of adds to it's like, well, is it even real in the first place? And like, yeah, Dr. Sleep, like, you, you know it's real because they go, spoiler for Dr. Sleep, that the whole third act takes place in the hotel. And they I burn, hated that. And they, they burned down the movie for that. And they burned down the hotel, which is the original ending in the book, is that they burned down the hotel.
0: Oh. The Shining. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Yes. I, I like this ending more because it's more open ended and. Look, the, the, the chase through the maze, I used to like it a lot more as a kid. It's not that I don't like it, because obviously I do. But I don't know. I, I kind of it, – it's a little like Wendy's running through the hotel and she's seeing all, all the, the spirits for the first time. And and the, these are things that, that Danny and Jack have been seeing the whole time. Yeah, they, they, They've been seeing the skeletons in the lobby. They've been seeing the the twins. They've been seeing the butler getting a blowjob, you know, the elevator of blood. The way that I think of it, right, is that after Jack has his first sip of alcohol and after he gets corrupted by Delbert Grady, which is supposed to be the devil himself, I feel like he drains the last sanity out of Jack and like that like gives it enough energy to like manifest itself to other people who have completely shut themselves off willingly or not from the shining. You know what I mean? And so by the end of the movie So you think that everyone has the shining? It's just either either external factors that are either I, I forced. Don't, or... I, I
0: I don't think that's true. I think only certain people only have the shining. Okay, but even forget yeah. canon. This is a theory about okay. it. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Jack gets his janet his Jan- Jack gets his sanity drained from yeah. from Delbert Grady, and that gives that gives him enough like power to be able to like open up. Anyone who has, who's at the hotel at that time who can open up their shining ability. Yeah. Like when Dick, I, am, I like to imagine that when Dick Hallorann walks into the hotel, like when, when he's when he's rolling up to it. Yeah. I I like to imagine myself that at that time he's having like flash so many flashes in his mind of like all the horrible shit yeah. that has manifested itself in the hotel, but he can't see Jack himself because Jack is his. He he he's become a part of it. Like he, yeah. he has just become, literally become a part of the hotel. That's the ending. Uh-huh. But like he just gets, he gets sucked into it, right? And I don't know. I, I keep bringing up like, you know, you take the first sip of alcohol, but this movie and specifically the song Hotel California. Like, Eagles, right? Eagles, yeah. Joe yeah. Joe jo- jo Walsh. You uh, There's a lot of theories about what that song means. Uh, drug addiction, mm-hmm. alcoholism all that stuff, an actual like mental hospital, check out anytime you like, but you'll never leave. It's literally like The Shining, right? Right. Like, like, you know, Wendy and Danny, they, they, they leave, but like doctors, like it is isn't Dr. Sleep, a part of him is always stuck at that hotel and he has to go back and burn it down to get rid of it and himself with it. Most, if not all of the, the scenes in this movie, there's some smaller ones that we don't need to mention, but I mean, the ending, ending chase scene, do, do yeah. you have any, like, specific thoughts about the ending chase scene into the maze?
0: It's chilling, I mean. And, and like, Bing Danny's chilling? kind of a smart kid. Is it Bing chilling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's late. It took me a while to understand what you just said. But shout-out John Cena, man.
1: Shout-out. Me and Justin
0: were talking about Bing chilling earlier today. Uh, You play a great Jack Torrance, wouldn't you think? Uh... Here's a question. This is the first Here...
1: time something of substance came
0: out of your mouth. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Who would play a good Jack Torrance today? I don't know if you'd agree. Okay. For some reason, Paul Dano. I how did I know you were gonna fucking go there? I don't know why. I know you were gonna fucking go there. He he just yeah. he's just naturally unsettling. Um David Harbour.
1: That's a really good that's a fucking fantastic choice. Yeah. Even though I haven't finished Stranger Things, fuck Stranger Things season two. Come um, on, man. Stop. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like the demo. Come one. on. I don't care about. I don't the, care demo about demo, demo the demo Oregon dogs hit. The demo dogs hit. Whatever. Uh, dude, David Harbour would be a good choice. But for some reason, like if
0: Paul Dano was just like,
1: I don't know. if he had a David beard, Harbour,
0: Mia Goth, and. Um, Mia Goth would be the perfect Wendy. And um, I don't know who was a popular. I don't know. I would say Jacob Tremblay, but he's too old now. But maybe uh, that could. That could dude, a good Haley Joel
1: Osment, but like Sixth Sense age. Yeah, Haley Joel Osment. That would be good. would Be perfect. Actually, yeah. That'd be a perfect cast. Ah, speaking. Danny, played, the kid who, who plays played Danny, Dick who played Declan. Who? Who would play Declan?
0: Oh, Scatman. Yeah, like who? Who would replace oh, who Scatman would, Oh, Samuel Jackson. I don't want to say Samuel Jackson. No, that wouldn't work. It wouldn't work though. I just imagine like Samuel Morgan Jack- Freeman would be like the generic pick. You know, he's already done Stephen King in one of the greatest movies of all time. So, yeah, I think, but we Mia all agree Goth, that Mia Goth, Mia is Goth is as yet. Wendy
1: is like almost, I think that's actually a better choice, honestly, because Mia, I feel like Mia Goth would nail that.
0: Who knows? You you know the book, so, you know, the, you no, know I don't even
1: know the book. I just,
0: I just, I, but you read, you re- yeah. read the book, so you know the character a lot more than I do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so the, the maze scene, like, I love know. how he dies. How about that? I, that's yeah. that's the that's my favorite part of that whole movie. another really scary chase, shot yeah. too is it's like it's very sudden and, and creepy I found it funny uh, yeah. it is a little funny I, I saw those memes little, I always thought I'm like what movie is that from that can't be from sh- the. It, it is from The Shining <laughs> you know like what kind of Jack Nicholson movie I thought it was like some like comedy or some shit that he did but no it's from like nah. a horror movie so it's just one last really quick thing about, about the the maze chase
1: the sound is probably my favorite thing in this whole movie And I've brought it up every single scene I've brought up the sound. But specifically in the maze, right, you you just have, like, constant just droning sounds just constantly going. And you hear, like, the chanting, like, this chorus in the background. And then it stops. And then all you have is just the wind. And you have Jack Nicholson yelling Danny over and over again. Danny boy! Until, like, he's just dying. And then he dies, and he freezes to death. Then the actual ending, like the last shot, one of the scariest things in the whole movie to me is that last scene, the very last one, where it's right next to the ballroom, and it, it moves past the ballroom down that hallway, and it just zooms in to the fucking zooms into the picture, and then it cuts, well, it cut, but like it it dissolves closer yeah. to zoom. And then you just see like ball. It was like, I think I don't remember the date. I
0: think it was like it, it's it was July fourth, nineteen twenty three. It's that, either twenty one or twenty six. Yeah. I want to bet. I saw a meme. It had Playboy Cardi, oh, die lit on the that's top of it. Yeah, that's pretty it was good. funny.
1: Like imagine that party,
0: but like imagine it Babylon style. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> Jack Nicholson would be perfect for that. Oh my god. As oh yeah, if like Babylon came out in like the seventies, it would be like great. Like Brad. Brad Pitt character. Yep. I forget the character's name in the movie. I'm gonna need to um, Babylon. That was pretty good. So, what would you rate uh, The Shining? <laughs> don't even need to. 1980. We're gonna. I how don't wanna this, make... How about? I know it's your favorite. I can't even ask you like what? Where does it rank on Kubrick movies? Because this is top for you, like for sure, right? Like it's better than Full Metal. Wow. Wow. I, in my opinion, Only... you want to...
1: Yeah. So so you have Full Metal Jacket is is one of my top 10 movies, too. Uh-huh. You have The Shining, and then, like, not even a full rung of the ladder below, you have FMJ. You want to talk about my funny. favorite movie structure? Yeah. FMJ is it.
0: Really? Okay. I yeah, love.
1: I, I love movies really where, cool. like, it just switches halfway through. Bro, yeah, watch totally Barbarian.
0: Def- watch Barbarian, bro. Watch Barbarian. I've been getting you to watching. I want to talk about it on the podcast. Watch Barbarian. Okay. Now, what would you rate it? Because we already know what it is. Yeah. But like, do you think
1: like The Shining just deserves maybe like the top this, three horror say movies? Say this. Say
0: this. Say this. Say this. The Shining for me, as far as Kubrick movies, are, is not even top two. I think two thousand one is better, and I think Your, Full Metal, Metal Jacket is. I think I think Full Metal Jacket the, is the, better. The
1: two thousand one pick is like just like a pretentious asshole pick.
0: No, it's not. It's a great movie. It's
1: groundbreaking. I don't care how groundbreaking it is. Psycho is groundbreaking. It's it's not better. I
0: think Psycho is a better movie than The Shining. You You, you, you got your fucking mind that you think Psycho is a better film than this. I do think. I think Psycho is a better film. It's just my opinion. You asked me if it's the top three horror movies of all time. It's not my personal favorite, but on a technical level, yeah, sure, sure. Top three. What
1: What makes Texas Chainsaw Massacre a better movie to you than this?
0: I love the grittiness of it. It scares me more. It's just a subjective thing, man. Like, especially horror. Horror and comedy, you talk about sound design. That sound design scares me. But the shining doesn't. It does too. I don't but, think I don't think you, I, you recognize what I'm even talking about. Bro, you, you hear i, I voices. heard this all before. You don't, you don't understand. I've heard I know how good the shining is. I know how good it is. And I love it. I love it, but it's just not my. It's not one of my personal favorites. A little bit overplayed for me. And that to me, the love for it, it's kind of worn off. And now it's just like a definitive classic. It's part of the film canon or whatever. It's a great horror movie, but I don't see myself ever going back to it ever again unless someone else is watching it with me. If, I, that, that's a really awful take. It's not an that's awful a, take. That's just a bad take on your part, man. Dude, I'm going to be watch I'm going to have to listen back to this shit and listen to everything has been said. I've watched so many videos about it. So many so many people have come up to me. He's like, "Bro, the shining. It's a- I've heard so much discussion about it. I'm over it. This is this is closure for me. This is it. No more shining. We're done. I'm done. I'm done. This is a glass case for me. I know it sounds. this is the most angriest glass case rating I'm giving, but this is a glass case for me. It's a masterpiece, but I'm over it. All right, so you said Shining is is one of your top five movies of all time, right? So just to close off the show, it's episode 13, so it's a spooky episode. Give us... You had some fucking scary takes at the end. (laughs) Give us your top five horror movies, Liam.
1: Number one, if you couldn't tell, is definitely not The Shining. No, it's The Shining. Yeah. Number one is The Shining. The
0: TV movie. yeah. You yep. got to, neglected to yep. bring it up, but, the, like, there was a the, TV movie. The
1: TV movie. Yeah, so The Shining is number one. Uh, Number two is Alien. I like that one. <laughs> number three is The Exorcist. Okay. This is where I was getting stuck. Because, like, I, I wanted to throw in, like, draw, like, Jaws is such a good movie, but, like, I don't want to lump it in with, like, it's not, it's not supernatural. I watched it
0: on the big screen last year. In IMAX and it was pretty scary. Like I don't know, seeing it in a big movie theater, I got like horror movie vibes actually more I wanna, than anything I'm, else. I wanna I wanna Like move. the opening scene is terrifying, you know? I wanna
1: move down Alien Blackstress actually, so I'm just thinking like okay. I know it's like a pretentious place. Really pretentious. I love The Exorcist. Okay. And my, my my specifically, my mom loves the Exorcist. She she I, loves... I prefer
0: Alien a lot more than the Exorcist. Oh, I could, I understand. Yeah. Anybody that says that
1: Exorcist is overrated or they don't personally like it, I absolutely get it. Me for, I'm for one me, of those guys. <laughs> for for me, I like again, I, I I'm into like historical stuff and yeah. I, I, I have like this thing where I kind of like when like directors like play around with like religion and like the supernatural like like raiders for example raiders is perfect where like it shows like the power of like you know the supernatural power of god that to me yeah. like i just i like that that that's why the exorcist is number 2 mm-hmm. um aliens definitely in the top 5 as far as like 3 4 and 5 go
0: no particular order, Texas Chainsaw Massacre alien
1: okay. and i have it i have my top 5 okay the shining number 1 exorcist number 2
0: okay what Wait, th- I thought what Aliens was three. I thought Aliens was three. I'm dropping it down. One more. All right, Aliens is four. What do you think I'm about to say for number three pick? Well, you already said Texas Chainsaw as well, right? Five. So, X texas is... Okay. What do you think is your number three? Hereditary. Midsummer. Close. Midsummer. Yeah, I kind of figured
1: that you would yeah. kind of get that. Huh. I rewatched Midsummer a couple weeks ago. That's great. And, though, um, modern. I have it saved on a playlist where I have my favorite movie soundtracks so like we have, obviously I have, I have interstellar all of most of han zimmer i have yeah but the last song in midsummer oh man yeah uh, the, uh, you want to talk about like the shining is a very bright movie but yet it, it just it makes me feel like a certain type of way midsummer i, I know it's like it's you know it, it really it's a very modern movie and like to try to compare it to all the other movies i just said which are all classics i don't do think this. it's that
0: blasphemous to call it it's a Compare it to Dude, all the classics because I think it will be. You, you know what I'm That's basing the all these classics.
1: on, by the way. You, you know what I'm yeah. basing these? I'm basing these on how they personally like affect me. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre grosses me out. Alien, uh-huh. Alien psyches me out because I'm thinking I'm like, holy fuck! If I'm in that situation, what the fuck am I gonna do? Also, kind of gross too. And it's also, well, yeah, and it's also gross. But um, and then I'm thinking like Midsummer. Just imagine being in that headspace and then losing your mind. After taking so much, so much drugs, so many drugs, and everyone around you is either killed or they betray you, or I mean, in, <laughs> betray, force, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's exorcist, it's exorcist, freaks me out because of what if God and the devil is real, and then okay. I, th- and then I start to think I'm like, oh my god, like William Peter Blatty sort of based this like semi off of a uh, true story. I forgot was based on
0: a book. book. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, the, I, I, find, and the what I find part, about that movie more, more interesting is like the cultural impact it had. Yeah, you know? because yeah, because it's, it's not
1: like there is no. I mean, there's like a handful of jump scares. Yeah. But out of out of all of those things, like all those things I said, that yeah. all those all those make me feel. The Shining makes me feel every single one of those in just this movie. It's just one movie, it makes me feel all. It makes me feel disgusted. It makes me fear the power of like, what if like demons are real. It makes me fear of just, what if I was in that situation? Like, what would I do? And
0: also to, like, just disgusted. All right. Well, I'm going to end it off with one more question, okay? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. We're not even done. (laughs) What is your go-to movie theater snack? I was going to
1: say snow caps. Okay. But I think as I've gotten older, I like getting Chipotle after the movie. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Ha 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 ha.